I prayed up and I stayed down with the same gang every day now. When the thing changed, but the way out is the layout, nigga. Big M's, nigga. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Put the lights down, turn the bass up. One time for the pay cuts. And the price guy just squeezed the life out of shit. They tried, but couldn't break us. What's all the fussing about? We grew up with nothing, my nigga, we still here. That fake shit, we cutting it out. Money coming, sure the crew got their fair shit. Alright guys, we are back. What's going on? All right. What's going on, fellas? Thank you guys for watching another episode of Food for the Culture. Um, we are going to bring you some topics, socially relevant topics, including current events, pop culture, and of course, dating and relationships. I'm your host, of course, Big Mike, aka the savant named Levant. Uh, we also got my guy, Mr. Josh Waring. And we, and we got a special guest again. What's up, guys? <laughs> yeah, I don't want to go DJ Envy special guest in the building, but we do got a special guest, and that would be uh, my brother Eric in the building as well. And uh, as you can see, never looking at this, <laughs> that uh, our other member of the team, uh, Fresh Bank. I, I won't even throw him under the bus tonight. Banks could be in today. He's a little bit caught up. You know, in, in, in another place, but <laughs> he's uh, you know. in uh, Houston, land of Vegas somewhere. Right, right, right. Exactly. <laughs> somewhere. So we're going to try to do this without him. Also, uh, Tony Stark Jr. may join us later. Just to let you know. Oh, OK, so. cool. I mean, that's, oh, yeah. that's why I send them the link just in case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, 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 we talked about it. I said, yeah, I'm sure Josh didn't tell you just in case. But uh, how you guys been the last? Well, you a uh, couple weeks, Eric. How you been, uh, Josh? Last week. Just uh, busy working. As usual. And uh, Eric, how have you been, man? Same thing, working. <laughs> working, working. Same thing here. Same thing here. So we're going to get right into it uh, with our topics. And uh, the first one we got, uh, we actually missed this last week. Happened before our last show. We want to bring this up this week because it is kind of a, a very good thing for current events being an uplifting story. And it's that uh, Jay-Z and Rock Nation are uh, launching a school for music and entertainment, um, along with uh, Brooklyn's Long Island University. Of course, his precious Brooklyn, where he, where he's from. And I think it's supposed to teach you like music, entertainment, even stuff about uh, sports entertainment and stuff like that. So when you see this, Josh, what do you think? What do you think of it? I mean, I think immediately I view it as something like University of Phoenix, but an exponentially more advanced. And we saw how popular those schools got accredited and how people were flocking to those. But now you can specifically learn this business. So you have an opportunity to not waste money on a general education and go specifically what you're interested in. And I think that it'll become very popular within the next five years. I agree. I think it'll be uh, become very, very popular. I mean, his name and Rock Nation alone will make it, you know, something that people uh, will flock to. I'll say. And, um, you know, if he can teach you on top of music, on the entertainment and business side, I think it'll really draw people in. Well, what do you think, Eric? Uh, yeah, definitely. I, um, I think a lot of people are going to rush to get there. Um, I wish it was something like that when we went, where, uh, when we were coming up. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, E, let me find out you got some bars, E. No, 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 sir. <laughs> Probably for the sports, I mean for the uh, entertainment aspect. Yeah, for the management and all that other stuff, that would, that would have been pretty cool. But 
Yeah, yeah. Especially because we, we could have went to – let us go on the story. Anyway, um, next one is uh, Nick Cannon says that uh, – and not only Nick says him. Uh, the Baby said it today and a few others, but Nick was one of the first to say it, that Kanye will definitely get his vote because we need another black man in office. Um, and like I said, more have said it. The Baby said it today. The rapper, The Baby, um, actually. And I keep seeing a few others. Um, when you see that, what do you think about that, Eric? Uh, I'm not really down with the whole Kanye thing running for president. Um, I think it's just a ploy to um, get the votes from Biden, um, as that's in the news also. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think it's just I don't, I don't like it, man. It's I don't I understand that everybody's saying that they want somebody that's not a politician to be in the White House or whatever. But you already have Trump that's not a politician in the White House, and he ain't doing a great job either. So um, I think it's twofold. Just another black man, but what is he going to do, really? Um, So I'm not really down with it. I understand they want another black man in it, but we do have Camilla as a a VP going with Biden now. So I think that's a better look than Kanye. And we'll get to that in a second. and uh, but also I'm hearing projections is that he might only get about two percent of the of the black vote. But what, what do you think about this, Josh? When you see it, uh, it actually reminds me of the Dark Knight a little bit. Okay, let's not blow this out of proportion. Because at the end of the day, if we look at the state of America now, I feel like Kanye, not specifically Kanye, but what he's representing is kind of illustrating what. America deserves because number one we still elected Trump into office so these type of things were always going to happen so I'm looking at in terms of personal responsibility and accountability because remember all the backlash once Trump won but if that energy was still there when you were voting it never would have happened anyway I agree or or, or when you were not voting right absolutely so So again obviously Kanye would never get okay this Kanye would never get my vote (laughs) right this current Kanye would never get my vote however what he's representing he's just not the person to be doing it he's you know what I mean so obviously we need someone who isn't part of the dual party system because I think that hasn't served black people at all so I would rather totally divorce ourselves from the two party system completely and focus on other things because it hasn't served us well and they have two people on the ticket who are, I think, the best bet to defeat Trump because that's the, you know, the critical mission is to defeat him in November. However, these are two people who historically and politically have put a lot of black people in jail as well. And you know what? Let's get right into that. The uh, Miss Harris being selected as VP. Let's uh, segue into that, uh, or as. Um, uh, VP uh, candidate along with with Biden, and we had some thoughts on that, and I'm sure you probably did even probably on your Creative Gorge show, Josh. But um, what do uh, when you when you first heard that, what did you think about that about her in general? Oh, I thought it was wonderful demographics because I mean the left is going to eat up her nomination, and right. the right had enough, you know, let's say. Uh, bulletin board material to use during the election but it's kind of like and Mikhail said this on the creative goal so shout out to mix it's similar to how eight mile was 
when they were freestyling at the end and everyone already said all the demeaning things about you. So it's not like you can bring it up again and use it against you. So I thought that that was very clever as well. And uh, to me, it, it we'll see because at the end of the day, it's choosing the lesser of the two evils. But I would still p- still put it in the evil in terms of conceptually category because it's still the lesser of the two evils. So the mission, again, is to defeat Trump. But what are you getting instead is my question. Yeah, I mean, how much do you know about her politics or history? Like, do you, do you like her at all or do or you just think it's a brilliant strategy for Biden? Uh, definitely a brilliant strategy from Biden. But in terms of her political history, especially in terms of legalities, I would hope right. she would use that expertise to unwrite the wrong she's done in terms of putting was it thousands of, of black men in jail or thousands yeah. of people in jail anyway. And at the same time, she still did a lot of cool things. She had that program yeah. in uh, Oakland where she held people accountable, which is cool, right? Held people accountable who yeah. like sold drugs and things like that, but actually had a, a program in place to help rehabilitate them back into society as productive members of society. So there's that balance as well. So I would, again, I don't, I'm not expecting an overhaul in the legal system, but I am expecting something comparable in terms of uh, policies being put in place on a national federal level that help black people specifically, spe- specifically who have been, uh, let's say, impacted by the 13th Amendment. Yeah, that's the thing about her, which is interesting. Like, you know, he, he chose a minority and a woman, you know, which is uh, something that he was urged to do. I, I was reading by um, some, uh, let's say, black influential influential um, celebrities, uh, Diddy, Charlemagne the God, and a few others told Biden this is what he should do. However, she's not liked by the entire black community. So it's actually very interesting to me. Um, her overall uh, outlook and stuff like that. So um, I don't know how how great it will do for him, but I definitely want to see what she has to say, and we definitely want to still protect her, you know, as a as a black female. But what, but what do you? Cause I'm sure Trump won't take shots. I know he is like a lot. So what yeah, do you Trump, think, Eric? Trump already is taking started taking started taking shots at her. Um, but the funny thing is, Trump actually supported her. A couple of years, I think they said in 2013 and 2011, um, like he he gave money towards her campaigns, uh, which was only a couple thousand dollars. Uh, that's what they were saying on the Breakfast Club, but um, but now he's throwing shots at her, and he's throwing shots at Biden for picking her because she threw shots at Biden when they were going against each other. So you know uh, that's one thing I don't like about the politics thing. You know, I don't want you to sit there and tell me what the other person did wrong. Tell me what you're going to do. Um, that's that's what I want to see in this political runs is um, everybody wants to take shots at each other, but um, nobody's actually saying what they're going to do and how they can do it. Um, so that's what's going to swing my vote. I'm really going to start watching. Obviously, you know, probably not going to vote for Trump. Who's going to vote for Trump? But I still want to see what they're going to say. You know what I mean? And hopefully she says they like Josh was saying, they have something come out with this. uh to um for the laws against uh like police police brutality and all other good stuff um and justice reform if she, hopefully she can bring out something good and then in the next four year next 2024 you know she can run for president that's what i hope to see you know um and go from there that's what 
Absolutely. And I'm not sure if you saw, but there was a lot of celebration from the Biden camp. They do that song. Just, never mind. That's crazy. That's but, usually um, the that's usually the stepping chances. song, Migo. What's that? That's usually a, a stepping song in in the Black Greek life. They usually roll with that one for the for the rookies. Oh, okay. Well, thanks for that. I didn't know that. Okay, gotcha. Um, was that was that supposed to be a step line? It, it appeared to me because I felt <laughs> like they were performing for during Greek Week, and everyone else was in the audience. That's that was the context that I got from that. Wow. Gotcha. Uh, and moving on forward, uh, as Banks, our, our good friends in Houston, let's talk about Southwest and how they no longer decided to clean or sanitize between <laughs> flights, only at the end of the night. <laughs> let's hope we find on Southwest, by the way. But um, what what do we, uh, you know, I think that came out last week, and I, and I, and I believe it's to um, kind of uh, – make flights go faster, not have so much of a slowdown with the cleaning to get more people out there and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, no longer disinfect armrests or seats and belts between flights. Uh, when you see that, what do you think about that, Eric? Uh, I think it's unsafe and lazy, to be honest with you. I understand um, you want to make... F- I would rather the flights be longer and safe than shorter and wind up affecting more people if somebody gets on that plane with the with the virus you know what i mean um i think it's are how much money are they really saving people are still going to go on the flight no matter what so if everybody's cleaning if if southwest is cleaning and the other american airlines is cleaning this it's all going to be the same so it's not like you're making money faster or getting more people on the seats because your planes are leaving faster you're you're actually going to lose people, I would think, because nobody wants. I always hear bad things about Southwest anyway, so now they ain't cleaning the, the planes. What else <laughs> is going to happen? You know what I mean? <laughs> Josh, what are your thoughts economically? I guess for probably for you, what, what do you think? Well, first, as a world traveler, this is uh, concerning. Number one, number two, thinking with a business savvy mindset, similar to E, I'm curious about the b- bottom line here. So clearly, they crunched the numbers. And I'm just curious, how much is public safety worth specifically to Southwest that they could do something like this by choice? And number three, I feel like less people are traveling overall. So I would think you would have more time to clean in between flights since you probably have less flights because of the the gasoline charges, you know, the fuel charges. So you would think you would have less flights and thus more time to do that, which is interesting. Well, it seems to me, uh, like you said, it's more about the numbers. Probably the people they hire to clean are not the same ones who, you know, do the other jobs on the plane. That's a whole other staff they got to, you know, hire for between flights than if they had the same staff, oh, you know, uh, overnight. And then 
I don't know. They probably they probably did the math and saying if we don't clean in between every flight, we could probably have two more flights per day out, which you know, Josh, they, they project over a year, and that's like a lot of money for them and whatnot. So I think that's probably what they're looking at. However, it's very unsettling, <laughs> like you said, um, to think about this. Let's say if you're someone who does travel and then you want to think, does do other airlines make sure that they clean or is Southwest the only one who announced they don't clean? You know, it, it, do you have to announce it? You know, like it makes you think about a lot of different things. Well, uh, again, working for a government agency who had to take measures for COVID-19, specifically in the cleaning realm, this lets me know that they also did away with their normal cleaning anyway. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Which is in, in, insane. So just be careful on those uh, on those flights actually moving forward. And segwaying right into possible COVID and coronavirus with the kids going back to school soon. And, you know, this was a um, situation about kids testing positive. Then I seen the whole school in Georgia actually shut down. Uh, I think it's today or yesterday because like a thousand kids have to now quarantine um, yeah. because of being exposed to the virus as well. This is separate from that. 97 kids for the spot in two weeks. So, you know, a lot of schools are open in, in a lot of southern states and they just opened, you know, and you saw that one girl who got suspended last week because she posted a picture of the hallway where nobody had on masks and it was a crowded hallway, um, you know, before. So when you think about this, especially as a parent, Eric, sending kids to school, what do you think about these things? Uh, I was for sending them to school until I got the topic with this and then I actually read the report and it's like, it's kind of scary. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I don't know. Luckily enough, not to say this, but luckily enough, um, little kids can get it and spread it, but it doesn't affect them as much. Um, and then me and my wife are pretty healthy. So, I mean, I have asthma, so it, it won't, you know. But if they wind up getting it, you know, like I said, we have our parents that they can spread it to. We go visit their grandparents and then, you know, it, that's a whole nother thing. So um, I don't know. I think I don't really want a relationship with you. I think maybe they should. Uh, what, what I was thinking was maybe they should do like before kids go to school, they have to get shots before kids start school. Why don't they have to have the coronavirus check? You know, what I mean. Obviously, it's not going to put them out of works, but to actually start the school, they'll be clear. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think that might be a good idea, but it's definitely a, a scary thing to know that the you know ninety seven thousand uh, ninety seven hundred kids are getting affected. Um, so, my, so, so both my kids, uh, uh, you know, they, they both live in Pennsylvania, so I know what they're doing there. What are they doing in New Jersey as far as the schools, Eric? Uh, they're doing um, what's it called? Um, so, so let's say kids uh, with the last name A through H are will go to school for like I think like three hours. They're only doing like math and English in school. Um, then that other half of class is going to be on Zoom. So they're all going to be in school at the same time, but half the class is going to be in school. The other half is going to be on Zoom. That's on Mondays and Wednesdays. Like my kids will go to school, and then on. Thursdays or whatever the other two days they'll be home and that other half will so not only half of the kids will be in class and only half the kids will be in school all at the same time um so that's what they're doing for that okay Josh what, what do you think we hear all this 
I just think about a lot of misinformation because usually, you know, kids are the ones that we don't take risks on. So I feel like maybe there's more information that we don't know that we're not getting at this time that let's say uh, is classified for national security purposes. Especially when you look at this graph here, this infographic. Yeah, I mean, that makes a lot of sense as well. Um, I think his suggestion of possibly testing the kids before they go and then any kid who has it can't go. They have to quarantine for two weeks first, then they can go. I think it's kind of genius, actually. Uh, that's, that's pretty smart. I mean, I, I know there's limited tests, but that can cause less cases if the kids are not spreading them amongst each other and other people. So that might be a that, that's actually not a bad idea. But are there still limited tests? Because I know um, when if you listen to like um, like I said before the Breakfast Club, they actually or whatever they say that you know people in New York can go for free tests. You know, you don't have to have the uh, the the um, symptoms anymore. You don't have to have a short. You just can go. If you live in New York, you just go and get a free test. So how limited are the... I don't know if it's state to state. I think I think it is state to state based on how many tests each state get. So uh, I, I, I'm not quite sure. But um, the thing of it is about the test is that it's not about like, you know, you got to test so you're good. You might test today and test again in two months. So, right. you know, you, you might use five tests in a year. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it depends on, you know, you know what happens there and stuff. But um, Josh, I, how would you feel though if you did have a kid? Would you would you want to send him to school right now or, or no? I mean, with all due respect to the schools, um, no, because the education they're getting isn't worth that risk anyway. So I think they would be in better hands to homeschool them, especially with Josh's brain. Right. <laughs> yeah, our, 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 our nephew, our nephew gets homeschooled, has been for years and stuff like that. Yeah. And I mean, and that's that's the thing with that. Like, a lot of people, or well, not, I want to see a lot of people, but for my, for me personally, I'm not a teacher. You know what I mean? Like, I can go through and and help them with this and that, but when it comes to actually teaching, that's not my that's not my perfect. Or, or you know, what I mean, I can, put, yeah, I can work on stuff. I can build stuff, but I'm not a teacher like that. So, for me, I would rather, send, especially my my youngest and my middle child. Um, the youngest just because she is so young and she needs the the other kids, you know, she's only, she's going in the first grade. So, you know, I'm watching her through the summer, sit at home and, you know, play around the house, but she doesn't have other kids to play with. You know what I mean? And that takes a, a, a part on kids for, you know, growing up and having that social learning a social, whatever other kids. Um, and then just learning more stuff. Cause she's already kind of smart. Like she can sit there, read a book, you know, help her with the words every now, but, you know, to get her to that next level, how what's going to happen? You know, from March of last year and you know to the end of the year, the kids are they're you know they're getting packets, but the packets the, the teachers are only on a, on a Zoom for like twenty to forty five minutes, and then that's it. You know, they're not actually getting you know that, that those those um, lessons to excel to the next level. And that's that's a big problem. I think Tony Stark was talking about that. Um, on oh, you guys, they make a little, they make a little yeah, answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so that's my only issue with that. And then, like I said, my my the my um, thirteen year old, she's really smart. Like she's been on honor roll since the beginning. So I don't really see her having a problem. They can talk to her, and she gets little 
frustrated every now and then. But once the teacher does come on a Zoom for that 20 minutes, she'll get it and then she'll move on. But the middle, she needs that teacher to be on her, you know, and helping her. It's not like she's, let's go dumb, you know, whatever. But she needs that teacher to be like, remember, Anna, it's like this, this, and this. And Oh, yeah, okay. And then she gets it. You know, I could tell her all at once. She's how I, damn, you don't know what you're talking about. You know, that's kids nowadays. They, 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 but when they have that teacher behind them, they get, she gets, you know, going and she knows, learns what she's doing and all of this stuff. So that's the only thing about schooling, um, which the reason why I want them to go back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, how do you, uh, not to dwell, but because I was talking to uh, my daughter today and she's like, uh, She's got her concerns, but she also is like, I don't want to wear a mask all day. Like, all day is a long time. You know what I mean? It's not an hour. It's not going to the grocery store. It's, right. it's an all-day thing. So how do you feel like the kids will be okay with wearing the mask, like, all day? So, so. Uh, They're kids. I mean, I got to uh, – they, they they're not going to want to wear them all day. But right. they got to do what they got to do. Um, right. You know, I get uh, – I work in with public myself, the public, and – I go to people's houses and, you know, I, I get out the car and I got to walk out, you know, walk out away from them to take my mask off because I'm in the heat. You know what I mean? So it, nobody wants to wear that mask, but you, you got to wear it to be safe. Tony gotcha. Stark Jr., what up? What's going on, boys? I just finished um, doing my stream, my gaming stream, so I'm a little amp right now. But what's going on, man? It's good to see you again. Eric, what's up, Big Mike? What's up, brother? My boy, the creator, Josh Waring. Yes, sir. Hey, Mike, you want to bring him into the conversation since Tony has kids as well? Well, yeah, and, and it's funny because uh, um, Eric, uh, and this is your first time streaming, you know, with my brother Eric. So introduce, you know, you guys introduced him. But um, yeah. Eric was just talking about he watched our show, Big okay. Mac a Little Ant, and how we were talking about the kids going to school and right. um, and how you had that. But you know, since then, um, you know, things have happened like a Georgia school. I had to put a thousand kids on quarantine now for two weeks that was already open because the kids caught the virus, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, um, and you kind of said it on Big Mac, but you can reiterate it again. Like how do you feel about sending your daughter to school? Right. But also the, the other part, I was going to talk to my daughter and she was like, yeah, going, I don't know, but wearing the mask all day. It's not like going to the grocery store with the mask. It's all day. Right. So how do you feel like she'll be okay with, with that, with that aspect of it? So, right. Um, I think what's hard is that kids have one uh, common issue um, that hinders their growth, right? And we all did it. It's called immaturity. And I can't help but to think kids are going to be trading masks. Like, uh, they're just going to be doing dumb stuff. And it's going to um, it's gonna hinder what they're supposed to be doing, right? The mask is supposed to keep us safe, right? The mask is supposed to stop you from infecting someone else. But if kids are trading masks, oh, your mask look really cool. Um, I can't – I find it hard to believe kids are going to be able to be in school. Uh, again, my daughter's school is not going to be eight hours. It's going to be a half a day, right? So it's going to be two not days out of the week. That's a half a day, not a full day. So um, I still find it hard to believe, you know, her there for eight hours. She's not going to do stuff she's not supposed to. However, uh, I had two points, right? Socially, I feel like these kids need to be around other kids. Like, you know, I make it no secret. My, my daughter lost her mom on April 1st. So that's not even that long ago. She's only 14. So for her, she said that she can't even go to school. She like socially it's kind of like she's she's having a hard time. Obviously, any other kid would as well. But still, this isn't like you could still kind of have your regular routine to kind of help you get through things. And then number two um, is I wonder what's up with the kids going into school next year. Like I said, uh, 
when this first started, I asked my daughter, I said, how's your school work, right? And she was always a kid that wasn't that smart. Grades wasn't the greatest. She said, honestly, the work is easy, um, but it's a lot more. So that tells me teachers can't be there with you to teach you, right? They're teachers. So they're giving the kids busy work. They're just giving you enough stuff to keep you busy that they could grade and be able to, you know, pass you or fail you. But they're not teaching you. And so my thing is, what's going to happen to the kids going into school next year? I feel like and my joke was these kids are going to be dumb as hell, man. So um, I don't I mean, what's the right answer? You send your kids to school because you want them to academically and socially be on par. Right. Or yep. but but you endanger lives. Right. Your own lives as well. Or you you know what? I don't know what to choose. So that's that's my input on it, you know. But I, but right. I will say this: I will if they the two day if they're gonna stick to the two day thing as of right now, I will be sending my daughter to school for two days. So it, it, you, you gotta take you gotta take the good with the bad, and I feel like my daughter needs it. To be honest with you, um, she really does need it, uh, but all the way around. So yeah. we will see what happens. If they had um, uh, mandatory testing for the COVID, would you send them to get the testing before yeah, they started school? Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, that was my suggestion. Like they should just yeah. send them, send them to do that. Like you know how like when the kids were younger, you have plenty of kids. So you know when they right. had when the kids were younger, they had to t- take yeah. shots before they went yeah. to school. You got your tetanus so, shots. Yeah, you right. got yeah, yeah. So I mean, even if they like Mike said, I don't know if um uh how many tests they have, but maybe they should have uh, a, a specific amount of tests for kids. Yeah. And while this pandemic is going on, you know every yeah, month well, before. Every month they get, they got to go take tests. I mean, think about it this way: some kids is required in order to be let into school. They have to have a physical. They physical yeah. got their yep. shots, everything. I mean, that's normal. So, yeah. you know, yeah. Now, because the thing is, they're going to be kids that's going to start school right now who have it and don't know. So correct. the cases are like you like you said on, on one show because we do so many, but that. Right. As you know, when when stuff opens up, you will see more cases, no matter how you It's like. a given. It's a given. Yeah. Kids, listen, school starting up, just expect our cases to rise. Like, it, it's a given, you know, because uh, yeah. kids are going to school. I mean, this disease uh, or virus, I apologize, this virus is something that's contagious that you could get, you know, from a touch, okay. right? And, and then eventually it goes into your, um your you know, your system, right? So, that's anything, man. That we already established, you could be on metal for a long period of time. I mean, you can. It's so unpredictable, you know. Um, you know. Yeah. So I mean, all you could do is pray. But you, I mean, you know, like I mean, I guess, I guess two days a week is better than going every day of the week. You know, correct, so, correct, and and half a day. Remember, and half a day, not even well, two I think, full I days. I think for Eric, for your kids, it's two full days, right? No, no, no. It's half days. Oh, it's half days. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Just making sense. Yeah, but I also saw the Willingboro School District. They just don't remote until Thanksgiving, I heard, right now. Okay. So, oh, yeah, yeah. They, they said it I, I mean, they're, Burlington and Willingboro is like this, so I you know. never know. Maybe they yeah. might um, – Maybe so that's why I said as of right now, but maybe my kids' school district might change. I, you, listen, every week – listen, all we need to do is have two more 700-people house parties, and next thing you know, our school might be closed down. Uh, yeah, that, we never know. That's how know. that's how close we are to opening and closing. You know, a person yeah. having a house party. We're, we're, how crazy we're, is we're, that? We're, we're, we're teetering, yeah, because we right. go from indoor dining to not indoor dining. But right. let's move forward off the coronavirus. Let's go to some pop culture. 
and um, some that uh, just came out last week. Chloe Diggs, I want to get your thoughts on this too, but if you're, if you're still listening, but the song WAP, Cardi B, Meg Thee Stallion, um, and a, a few memes and discussions based off that. The first one, uh, actually, no, before that, uh, it'll go into it, actually. Josh, you got that I know what they did for my community with them on the picture? Yeah. So this says, I know what they did, the top half, uh, Elaine Brown, Kathleen Cleaver, Angela Davis did for the community. What have they done? Which is uh, Cardi, Megan, and Nikki and stuff. And Josh, this is obviously on a, on a uh, poetic charm as well. What did you think about this? Uh, I thought this was completely accurate. And I actually sent it to a lot of females just to get a lot of different perspective. And I'm actually going to read some responses that I got from sending this. So the okay. first one was, this is stupid, laughing my ass off. None of the people in the bottom row signed up to be activists. They are rappers. And the women of the black still still wrapped and disrespectful by the very men that they were fighting for. And my response was interesting because, and I'm sure we're all old, old enough to understand this concept because rappers initially were always activists. For me personally, I've always viewed artists as activists because you're choosing to put out content for society and to disrupt the status quo. Let's let's bring in somebody who was old enough to be around when rap really got prominent. Tony Stark Jr. here, and uh, so what did you think about? Or when you see this, and then Josh's comment about rappers being activists right. initially. Um, so I would say when I was growing up, Josh was spot on, but now he's not because nowadays people are just doing it to like so. People are just doing it to make money. People are just doing it to like. So before when I was growing up, yeah, the activist thing made a point because it was more of a statement. Right. Rappers was really trying to prove a statement. They had a fan base that was behind their every words. This is just glitz and glamour. This ain't. ain't listen, this is just this is more like um, like, OK, if you're an activist, you're standing for something. Right. You want to change something. You want people to get behind you so you can make a change. Th- what they're doing now. This is not making a change. This is just more just, you know, they I don't even I'm not even saying they're doing it for other women. They're just doing it for themselves. Like, I feel like this is one of those things where you make a, a poppy song. Like, all right, for instance, I'm gonna tell you how cliche this is. I was sitting here today, had the day off from work, had to go to the dentist. And my wife said, did you hear the new song talking about this? And I said, I have no clue what you're talking about. Again, the most I keep up with pop culture is watching <laughs> Food for the Culture, watching y'all show. So that's where I get my that's where I get my my pop culture. And my wife said, "Oh, you gotta watch it." So she put it on, and I'm watching it. And I'm all I could think is, it's been a while since they had again for me because I'm not that much in the <laughs> pop culture. But it's been a while since they had the the little Kim slash you know Nikki slash you know Cardi song right where it was like just so over the top you know like a Uchi Wally like a you know just and that was a guy thing but you know that that super ratchet song right. This ain't no, they ain't no activists. And I feel like today's people, they're not signing up to be activists, right? We can't look at them and say, hey, they're like, they ain't activists for me and my daughters. You know, so I feel like 
they're, I can't throw that on them because they're not standing for nothing. They're not putting something out and saying, this is what we're standing for. They're just putting out ratchet music, just doing, you know, dumb stuff. And they just want it to stick so they make a lot of money. Before, it was like you guys said on one of your shows recently. I've been, I've been like binge watching your shows. But um, you were talking about um, uh, Puffy, right? You guys were saying how the locks were saying they still had to sell drugs uh, why they was trying to, why they was, because they wasn't even making money. Allegedly. So they, right. right. So, um, so like these, they're just doing this just straight for money. Like they're not even trying to make us like the locks was like, all right, we're not making money with them. We still got to do what we got to do. Um, in order for us to put our music out there to become who we are. I feel like if one of their careers don't go anywhere, like, all right, perfect example. You guys are talking about uh, what's his name getting out of jail, right? Um, not Loon. Loon. Yeah, Loon, Loon, right? And you were saying how all he got to do is just make a diss track against 6ix9ine, right? Um, actually, it wasn't even Loon. You were talking about, the other about guy. Bo- uh, Bobby Smurder. Exactly, Smurder. And if he do that. So it's just showing our, our generation today, right? It's no movement in that. This is just for the, the, the sorry to say this, but for the small minded people, they're just going to jump onto it, and it's just going to be some ghetto drama type thing. No movement at all. That, that's all I got to say. Sorry. Eric, um, I guess on, on this meme in particular, or picture, what, what do you think when you see it? So. Um, I mean, like the guys are saying, it, it's not the bottom three aren't trying to be activists. The so only person that can say that may be close to trying, or not even trying, but it's Cardi B, and that's only because she talks about Donald Trump and whatever you know she, on her on her uh, Instagram and stuff like that, but they definitely don't rap about it. Their 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 music is all about partying and 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 scamming and whatever the case is, stripping whatever the case is, and they're <laughs> they're WAP. So um, there's no we'll, 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 we'll get to that. But go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Um. That that and that's that's pretty much it. The the top are actually they're active, actually activists. These the bomb they aren't. Um. So uh, I actually kind of don't even understand why they put the meme together. Right. The meme doesn't make sense to me on, on that note because the bottom three never, like the guys are saying, tried to be activists. Um, right. So I, I, think, I, 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 I well, go ahead, go ahead, Josh. Oh yeah, because I know the person who created the meme because he okay. actually uh, deleted it because of the backlash he got. So uh-huh. the way I saw it, right, and the way that he he meant it, he was like, okay, because everything that Tony Stark Jr. said was spot on. They're doing right. all the things that they're doing for money. So, again, all of y'all have children. Are you okay with your children if they're ladies at all, right, young ladies at all, listening right. to this type of music at a very impressionable age is my question. No, not at all. Not for me. Because I would say the majority of the people listening to music are in their teens, in oh, addition yeah. to adults. So that's just food for thought. Yeah. So that, but, that, that takes us into the song itself, um, uh, WAP. And, and go ahead, Tony. Uh, no, I was going to say, but I will say, as my, like my, so my old, my older kids, I got two older daughters, a daughter who's 21, daughter who's 23. So yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't allow them to listen to this type of stuff. But again, the stuff they was listening to, like, long story short, I won't get into generation of music, but I didn't allow them to listen to this type of stuff. Today was a little bit older, you know? Now my daughter who's 14, um, this is kind of her, her stuff, right? Now, um, I don't know if she's listening to this song, but if I walk by, it'd be like, if you don't turn that off, so I wouldn't, you know, <laughs> say, hey, you can listen to it. But I'm sure she's seen, heard the little, like, my wife was on, um, uh, 
what's uh, TikTok. And like there was a million TikToks of this. And uh, so my daughter has a TikTok. I'm sure she probably seen some people TikTok in it. But no, if I walked in the room, she was listening to it. I would be like, turn it off. But I'm not expecting her to not be listening to it. If this is pop culture, she might. Uh, I don't I, I don't think that would be her type of thing. But I wouldn't be shocked if her friends are like, yo, you got to check out Cardi B's new song. And she's in her room and she heard it. You know. Yeah. And yeah. just to add on to the point, And again, thousand percent. You guys are right. Did not sign up to be activists. But things are completely different when you're celebrity in the public eye. You, right, you yeah. sign up to be a yeah, mentor a and a and a role model, regardless. That yeah, goes with the territory. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say honestly, uh, I'm not gonna say they didn't sign up for that, but I don't think they listen. If I'm playing basketball and I'm really good at basketball, and you look at me like I want to be like Anthony one day, that got nothing to do with me, right? Like I could take ownership, like wow, I'm good at ball. He want to be like me, but that's more on your parents and you, right? So I feel like these rappers are getting into this for money, right? And they know what to do and what to say to make more money. That's just a business and that's a hustle. I can't say, oh, my daughter's stripping. I'm going to find Cardi B's number because it's her fault. Not really. She's just doing what she do because she knows she's going to make more um, more fans, you know? Um, it's different because I feel like intentions is key, right? If, you're int- if you ain't put it like uh, what Eric said was perfect. He said, I mean... On her Instagram, she talk about Trump and stuff like that, right? But then again, she's not putting it in her music, right? So, okay, a little girl might be like, oh, Cardi B, I've seen her on Instagram, but she's also not displaying it in her song. So it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a juggle right there. But I feel like intentions is key. She didn't come out and say, I'm only going to rap about blah, blah, blah. And then I might be like, okay, I thought it was okay if my daughter was into her, right, from reading her Instagram. But now all of a sudden she make this song called whatever it's called. Then I could be a little mad because I allowed my daughter to get into it because she Cardi B made me think one thing and then switched up. But at the end of the day, as a parent, it's still my fault. You know, I don't want to blame the artist because it's about money. And I'm not going to play stupid because, you know, they're, they're trying to make money and they're going to say whatever they can and do what they can. And again, they're going to do things that's popular. That's what we got to remember. That song is popular. It's blowing up. And whether little kids, adults get into it, they don't care. They're making money. And you know, so. All right. So um, before we get to the next meme, um, Josh, my, my thoughts are that I think um, you all make good points. Um, I do think they're into it for money because Cardi B even said a couple years ago, um, if you if you want me to make different music, then buy the other music. But until you buy the other music, I'm going to make these type of songs, because if I make something that's like, let's say, more socially conscious, you won't buy it. So to Tony's point, she is, uh, you know, she's following that formula. However, what you're speaking of is what Charles Barkley said in the early 90s when he had the commercial. I'm not a role model. I don't know if you remember that or not. And he said the parents should be the role models and stuff like that. And that's 100 percent accurate. But to Josh's point, you still are in the public eye. You're a public figure and stuff like that. Um, NBA is a little different than an artist because NBA, right. you, you actually represent a whole league, so that's a whole right. separate thing. You gotta, you gotta be squeaky clean anyway, or you could get kicked, you know. Ain't nobody kicking Cardi B out of the rap game for being ratchet. They're gonna love right. her more. However, I still think she has a responsibility as a public figure. Some of these women up top, even though they were activists, but even a lot of, I think the, what the meme is saying is that as generations is going down, women 
or men too. Right. Let's not get it twisted. But in, in, in but in the public spectrum, has not been using their platform as they should as much. Right. Um, during this time period, you had actresses like Foxy Brown, who was still being activist stuff like that, even though she didn't sign up to be an activist. She was an actress, right. you know what I'm saying, and stuff like that. So I think that's part of it. Now, when it comes to this song in particular, I just think you know we had Uchi Wally, like you said, stuff like that or whatever. But I right, think right, there's right. like a level and i think somebody says something like um and i forget uh yeah like i, I don't even want to read the real title of the song <laughs> so right, right. Yeah. but i think there's like somebody said like in the 90s or 2000 or whatever even though some of the songs were bad they kind of like uh were more implying than like this is like just dead on so like right. if your kid is listening they have no like uh thoughts no about it Right. No filter, and, they, and, yeah. and they, they ain't guessing what they're talking about. They know exactly what they're talking about, stuff right, like right. that. So I think it's um it's a little much there, and, and just as artists, and I just want to close my my part with this so we get to the next meme that's still about the show. But I would like to see them, Meg, Cardi, diversify diversify your catalog a little bit. Um, you, you might not think that song might sell, but take a chance. You never know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, especially if you got bars, right? And they claim they got bars. Let's see. Just to surprise your fans might, might know. Like, uh, Eve, back in, uh, you know, some of our right. days, she, she was a whole stripper too, but then she also had Love is Blind about domestic violence. That had uh-huh. nothing to do about right. fighting or stripping. And that was one of her biggest singles. Exactly. Yeah, but nothing, right? nothing. Here's, here's what you're confusing, to be honest, right? Um, and the, back then, everything was more about substance, right? Back then, you got looked at a certain way, right? Um, now they're getting looked at a certain way, and it's a positive to be ratchet is just is so positive. Like it's a it's it's the thing to do, right? So like, I don't um, know if that's true though, because little Kim, Trina, they were selling being ratchet. No, that's right. true, but but. So they could have a ratchet song, right? Little came all the stuff she was saying. A career, like bar- a ratchet like career, huh? A ratchet career, both of them. Yeah, I mean, like I won't say all Little King stuff, but she, her, her, yeah, her, her outlook. <laughs> what you looked at her, definitely, she came on the scene that way. But her thing was, this is different. Little Kim's thing was to be the girl in the group, right? The girl in the within the guy group that could rap. And that was her thing to get her, okay, yeah, she could be the, a good rapper, but she had to stand out, right? So she was like, you know, came. she was ratchet. Like, Cardi isn't in no group, no nothing. Like, she, for her to stand on her own, she ha- she's just ratchet. Like, I seen a, a TikTok today. They was like, um, it's the same song. They was like, this is how it looked when you listen to Cardi bars. And the guy was like, yeah, yeah. And then they played uh, Meg's bars. And he was like, oh, like, Cardi isn't a great rapper. But she's trashy, so like you know what I'm saying? It's, I don't know, man. It's 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 so much. It's crazy. Yeah, we'll dive into it more on Sunday. Yeah. Big Mac a little head, by the way. But mm-hmm. um, Eric, uh, the song itself, have you heard it? Or oh yeah, I heard it. Um... <laughs> Eric's like, that's my jam. <laughs> I mean, for what it is, if I was still going to clubs or whatever, that'd right. be the song. You know what I mean? They they be getting it in. For what happens if you walk in here and see Asia or Anna listen to the song? It, yeah, right. That wouldn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> like my, I think my kids know better than um. How, to, to okay. do that. how old? How old are your kids? Uh, thirteen, twelve, and six. And okay, they're all girls. Um, so yeah, they they know better than that one. But um, like you guys were saying, the the title of the song was when I heard. It, I'm like, 
that can't be really be what it is, and that's what it was. Um, but for what it is, I mean, uh, uh, it's ratchet stripper song. It is what it is. I don't. I'm not. I'm not too mad at it, man. Like the 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 rappers nowadays. Um, the baby always talking about banging somebody's girl out. You know what I mean? That's that's just what it is. They're they don't have any real substance to them. Not all the rappers. Most of them don't. You know what I mean? That's true. Yeah, I was more. Yeah. It wasn't a, it wasn't a great song, no matter the title or nothing. I was just like, this is. You know what I mean, it's a song to me. Right. But I feel like her, uh, kind of like you said, Tony and Eric, her ratchetness and her uh, appeal makes you like not hear the music, and it goes number one. It's really not a great song at all. Right? No, it right. ain't. I was listening to it too, and I'm like, "Yo, her bars ain't even good." Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> most of the bars was was trash. There was like some of them, like it wasn't even <laughs> that they were. I'm I'm gonna be honest. It wasn't even that the bars was good. It was like what they said. I'm like, "Oh shit, really?" Like that's what right. you want. Like that's right. what I got from a song. You know what I mean? Like, and that's pretty much it. You know. <laughs> yeah, and uh, full disclosure, Chloe Diz like played the song, and it was like on a, a playlist, and I was like, "Oh, that's that song," and it, it was a forgettable song. I forgot I listened to it until today. Mm. When did the song? When did the song come out? Because I just heard about it a week ago. First, oh, okay, all right, cool. Yeah, about a week ago, and it's been on fire since then. Um, okay. Well, let's talk about the um, the backlash they are getting, and then um, I guess how they're saying that men are creating a double standard from our songs and lyrics of the past, which you right. were kind of speaking to. And um, and it says, men has been making whole music for years and y'all criticizing women now for making his music. So when you hear that, uh, what do you think, Tony? Uh, I, here's, the, here's the honest truth, right? There you um, go. Yeah, the, the, so the honest truth is that this day and age, at this day and age, uh, women are um, are on the come up, right? So I say this: like women in this day and age could do things that they couldn't do before. For instance, right, the one night stand isn't as bad anymore, right? You don't look at the girl as bad. The girl sleeping with multiple guys isn't as bad. So I think girls are catching up to be on an even playing field as guys. And society is like, okay, whatever. So to certain people in society, that's like, what? The women are able to stay like, what are you talking about? Guys been doing that forever, which we have. And women before it was not cool. You hear a song like this, even like Eric said, like, eh, whatever, they're doing their thing. Whatever. It ain't a great song. We're, I'm more like um, um, tone deaf to it because it's just a normal thing, right? Now, when Uchiwali came out and it was a bunch of girls doing the same thing, you're like, hold on. Like, we had TLC, no scrubs, right? And then we came out with um, no pigeons, right? And it was like a cute little funny Oh, you know, whatever. And Uchiwali was was ratchet, but it was guys. But if you had back then girls doing that, it'd have been a real big pull the car over. Like, hold on, you know. Um, but now it's like it's not that the shock value isn't that high. Um, because it's just the same thing. Like, like I said, women could sleep with a bunch of guy, a bunch of guys now, and it's not as big as deal as it would have been before. So, you know. But there are certain people that still like what I can't believe they did that. You know. But it so is it a double standard? I guess, but I feel like it's just the times, right? Like, think about it. What do you think twenty years is gonna be like? Nobody, the, a song like this, twenty years from now, is gonna be like, all right, that's just a given because that's where the world is going. You know, everything is just getting more. You know, 
I will hope in 20 years. I will hope in 20 years that the music will actually digress and we go backwards as far as it being more slow. I'm about to miss the word. There you go. Thank you, brother. Um, then you know, outright, you know, right, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, right. Um, so I I will hope that was time, but uh, about the uh, the the meme, um. The City Girls was on the Breakfast Club. I keep talking about the Breakfast Club, but uh, good show. They were, and they were saying that they, um, the uh, one of the girls said that, you know, growing up, whatever, the rappers would, you know, men rappers would talk about shooting people and all that stuff. Women aren't shooting people. Now, women, now there's a lot more girls on the stage rapping. They're talking about what the, the, the girl gangsters do, which is stripping, which is, um, getting guys for money and you know and stuff like that so that's what they're talking about so now since they are on the forefront like you said little kim back in the day she was still talking about it but it wasn't as many girls at the same time right. as little kim and foxy brown they were still talking yeah. about essen you know, you know giving fellatio and all this stuff right. on their record <laughs> but now right. you got 10 girls talking about giving fellatio so now it seems like oh my god but it was right. still there you know what i mean you know yeah. and there's more Girls on, like I said, on a stage now than there are guys, or just as just as many. So and now for, it's like craziness, but it was always there. Let me let me chime in with you, and not for nothing. Like at least I think what was cool was Little Kim was ratchet, right? But her whole thing was for a female, she had to be, she wanted to be good. So she, so you know, they say Big was right and rhymed. So she at least, right, at least she was had clever wordplay. So when she right. said. Her stuff, you was like, you wasn't just like, look what she said. You was like, ooh, that was that was a hot rhyme, right? Now you're just like, it's just shock value. Like, what she said, what the song is trash, right? No rhyming, no no real good clever punchlines, no nothing. You're just like, I can't believe what she said. But at least back in the day, you was like, oh, I can't believe what she said. But man, that flow, you know, right. you can't even give them that now. So that's why it's really such a shock value because it's just yeah. them talking about. Whatever, and it's not clever song, you know. It's not- yeah, Josh, Josh, throw, throw on CeeLo's meme too. It's kind of the same area and whatnot that we got. Um, but yeah, I, I, um, it's yeah, it's definitely different, man. Like I think, like you said, Lil Kim and Foxy, they were in competition, but they yeah. were in competition about the bars. Yeah, I mean, we we were like listening and see who was making a better rap, better song, whatever, and stuff like that. These girls, I feel like they're the bars don't matter anymore. Kind of, mm. it's just like mm. they're like almost selling just the the, the provocativeness and the sex. But I think, um, and uh, you'll see what kind of what Eric was saying about the uh, regression. And CeeLo Green says, you know, music has regressed since the seventies, and uh, female artists um, of the sources uh, seem desperate and, uh, and shameless in some of that music. And I think that word shameless is when Eric says it's so direct. It almost sounds shameless and whatnot. It's not yeah. as like, you know, I got to decipher this or figure it out. Right. Um, and I think we're missing like the elephant in the room. They're females, right? So you always kind of look at a female as more classy, more elegant, even if it was some of them or whatnot. Right. So when you hear this from every single song, mm. um, it, it kind of like you know what's going on with the world right now. That this that this become okay. By the way, women, women as a whole all over the world would like to be deemed as classy and elegant. By the way, they would still right. want that type of level of respect to them. 
So that, there's that. And in addition to that, and I agree with CeeLo a thousand percent. I know he had to walk his comments back today. Right. And as Miguel said, that was expected. But he didn't lie at all. He's not wrong at all because I put, you know, gangster rap in that same category, the same way that men have led people in our community directly to jail with idolizing that life, that life, that lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Women are doing the same thing. So now it's a girl's term. So now you want equality yeah. in terms of that? I'm like, yo, that, that to right. me, that's ridiculous because at the end of the day, even if you think about the male misogynistic music, which is a fair point, who are the biggest consumers of that type of music? Because guess what? The fellas ain't buying CDs. Who buying the albums? Ladies. What did Aubrey say? I hate to call the women bitches, but the bitches love it. They identify with being that level of lady, right? And that's that's what some ladies want to do. That Again, that's your choice. But at the same time, I'm like, all right. We all understand that the younger generation are literally sponges, and all three of y'all can attest to this concept. So, again, if the argument, especially now during this moment of wokeness, especially in terms of the black community and black girls specifically, saying that they're over-sexualized, what is is going to happen if they listen to this type of music at such an impressionable age, even if they weren't over-sexualized, right? It's just a, a natural occurrence of what's going to happen. I mean, yeah. I hear you, but at the end of the day, it's parenting for a reason, you know. Um, but you, you, parenting can only go so far, guys. We we all understand true, this, but but especially at the end of the day, in this society where the kids have so much access to the right. music. You know? Absolutely, hear, hear, hear me out though. Hear me out, right? At the right. end of the day, I have two. Uh, I have two adult daughters. Right, my right. daughters was never like uh, um, into that stuff, right? Because I was strict and their mom was strict, right? So, like, they just grew up, like, they was never, like, like, even now, I got two daughters, right, that's old, 23 and 21, and they're not, like, um, you know, I could be honest, they're not, like, the trashy girls, you know what I'm saying, I could be honest if they was, but they're not, they, they, um, they got in trouble, they got real, like, society as a whole has changed, so I see the difference between raising my two oldest daughters versus my 14-year-old daughter, so I get what you're saying, but it's still on the parents, at the end of the day, you know why it's on the parents, because you still taught your kids in a special word, it's called morals. So if you didn't teach a kid morals and she walked away in a room and you're not in her bedroom and what come on and she's whatever, then, you know, you, you may be failed as a parent. But if you taught your kid morals and her friends are like, whatever, she's going to want to do the same thing because it's popular. But the morals going to be like, she's going to think about it. Now, the kid that just jump up and be like, hey, they're lacking morals. And that's what your parents teach you. The rap stars aren't teaching you that they're just teaching you to act like they are and they're adults anyway right so that i mean that's fair but at the same time we all understand even if a six-year-old hears that song like you said they're going to get up and start dancing and the context isn't going to be there but in terms of how your brain consumes information in terms of inception is going to be there in the brain similar to how disney had certain illustrations that were graphic and we didn't actually notice them or perceive them at a younger age but in terms of indoctrination, that process is happening at an early and earlier age. Yeah, I mean that's a good and point. I, and I, well, let me let me finish. And I, um, I agree with you, Tony. And it's funny because if you look at CeeLo's actual comment, it says that uh, he says music today's music lacks morals. So it's funny that you said that word. Um, 
But I think Josh's point about parenting can only go so far. I think in this society is very prevalent. Like, you know, like there was, I, um, I, I once dated a girl, right? She was like 24 years old and this was like 10 years ago. So she grew up, you know, same time as me. At the time she was 24 though, when, I, when we were together and I was 25. But she had, uh, I used to call her Kid Disney, right? Cause her, her, her parents shielded her literally from any type of rated R movie, from uh, any type of uh, music that was bad. Like they literally showed her where she didn't hear it or, or see it at all. Today, it's so hard to shield anybody. There's so much right. access to everything. Like you said, TikTok, social media, phones, um, uh, internet, uh, w- whatever you can think of. And then when these kids go to school, they get in groups. So even the kid that you uh, taught well morally. If she had a lunch table with four or five of her girls and they uh, got this WAP on, she gonna hear the song right. and whatnot. And gonna and try and fit in as well. Right. Right. Pop her head and get right into it. Oh yeah. Here's the difference though. Here's the difference, right? We can't control our. Listen, I got. We can't control our kids, but what we could do is when your kids are in front of you, right? So to, to Josh's point, six-year-old kid, they don't know they're dancing. I'm pretty sure if they know not to do that in front of their parents, then you taught them morals, right? Because if the six-year-old kid just dancing and you'd be like, whoa, you pull her by her arm, like, that ain't what we do, then if she's still doing it in front of you, you have to stop her. Now, if she's still doing it because, I don't know, she just want to do it, you can't control that. You can't be everywhere your kid is. But this is the difference. If When I was younger, right, I tell my kids this all the time. Listen, like, my, my well, wife's daughter's 15 and my daughter's 14. And they walk around with these dumb little accents and stuff. I said, here's two things. One, <laughs> we didn't act stupid in front of our mom because I didn't want my mom to think I was dumb. I did the same dumb stuff as you. Me and my brother was in the room wrestling, acting stupid, right? But we were like, yo, calm down. We don't want mommy to hear us because one, we was going to get in trouble. And then two, we just we didn't want our parents to look at us like we was not intelligent. Now kids just walk around like whatever. So the difference is kids, when they do things in front of their parents, that's when it's like, okay, you're not doing your job. But if your six-year-old kid or whoever kid is doing it at school and not in front of you, then you're doing your job because morally she knows that I'm not supposed to do that. But when she's not in front of you, you can't help that unless you got some spy tech that we don't know about. you know. And that's just the way of the world. We've all did bad things not around our parents. But when you see a kid have respect in front of adults and you, then you did your job. I want to let Eric jump in yeah. before I come back. Uh, what, what Tony just said makes perfect sense, but I think that's what the problem is. Also, is if the if there wasn't so much immoral things going on, the kids wouldn't have that other side of your parents telling you not to do this. But they see it here, they see it here. You know, visually, they they keep taking this in, taking this in. So now that they're now they're doing it, I think that's what the problem is. I think that's what you know. Um, yeah. Josh was getting to and CeeLo's getting to is, you know, just all these immoral things that are going on. We we can't, it's hard to parent or um, teach morals or, no, it's not hard to teach morals. It's hard for the to, to take in the, the right morals and, and act on those things if they keep seeing things coming, 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 coming in. So that's what the issue is, you know what I mean? Um, right. And that's my point. Go ahead, Josh. Oh, no, I was just going to say in terms of music for adults, to me, it's not a big deal for adults. You know what I mean? Like, I look at this music as foreplay music. Girls like to put songs Uh like this on to set the mood, get themselves in the mood. I get all that. That's perfectly fine. Yada, yada, yada. 
But as we alluded to before, regardless if you're an activist or not, regardless if you consider yourself a role model or not, you all understand how marketing and advertising works, especially the record executives who get paid an exorbitant amount of money to put you in the position of being in front of these people who are the most impressionable. As we know, the child market is the most lucrative market demographically into perpetuity. And that's my point. I think where Eric was coming from, I think going back to the access now, but also think right now it's more of the artist's responsibility because they're more accessible than ever. Um, Like you said, between Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and other apps, we see almost their every move. So what they used to do in the dark, a lot of times didn't come to light. So even though we were taught morally well, we also couldn't access it as much because they didn't give it to us. And then, uh, now let me just finish one thing, Tony. And then if you look at it, even like BET, right? BET had BET Uncut. And that came out after midnight. Because yeah. it was like, okay. At 3, at 3 a.m. actually, 3 a.m. 3 a.m. So it was like the, um, the, 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 the powers that be, the artists, the studios, the, the networks were helping the parents. Like, we're not going to put this on when your kids are up. Right. Where now they're not doing it anymore. And um, so that's why I feel like that the artists have a more of a responsibility. Uh, you can look at BET Uncut. Um, all those like uh, late night Cinemax shows, they were all right. late night late, stuff. Yeah, when the kids and even, even Def Jam, Def Comedy Jam came on at midnight. Uh-huh. <laughs> they were Friday yeah. night. It was super late when other kids were supposed to be asleep. I used to sneak down and watch it. I know. So Me for too. a fact. So, so, so I'm saying right now, it, the access is everywhere. So I feel like if you are in the public light, you have more, more of a, a responsibility. So, let me ask you this, right? Yeah. There, obviously, there's definitely somebody above the artist, correct? The record label. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So who's more? Who's responsible more? The record label or the artist? The everyone, artist? everyone. Because at the end of the day, if you again, if you're that nice, talent is talent. And we forgot to also include Missy Elliott and those female rappers who were exceptionally yeah, oh, yes. talented and didn't have to. Again, and Missy, we all understand Missy was a freak. She said it in her lyrics, but there's a way you go about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? Tifa, don't forget her. Uh, thank you, thank you, oh, yeah. absolutely. So MC Light, all of them. Yeah. Absolutely, right? And right now, Lady London. But as of right now, everyone is getting paid to do that. And in fact, you get in a percentage getting those Diddy deals, right? You're just getting a percentage to degradate your people and you know, subjecting them to that for just a little bit of money. And they're getting all the money. And you know that everyone knows how the game works. It's not a secret anymore because we have so much access. So you yeah, get you get you get paid I, for I, that. I agree with Josh. It, it's both part because I believe they both have power in the situation. And if you're an artist and that and the, and the label says and you want to say I don't want to make this song no more, if you're that talented, they're going to say, okay, make what you want. And we're going to see how that goes and stuff like or, that. Or, so, or you can have your own account. We're all content creators here, right? So start your yeah. own Spotify. You can definitely go uh, well, um, independent as well. So. Here, here's the big thing y'all forgetting. It's 2020. What's the most missing thing right now in rap? Talent. Talent. Okay. Yo, like the, the mumble rap thing, like that song we just clearly said was no talent. So think about it, right? I'm just being fair, right? Because I agree uh-huh. with you guys. Like, if 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 more drug, let's say, for instance, right, if more drug dealers was off the street and it was less accessible for people to take drugs, right, that would be a good thing, right? We all could get that. But what I'm saying is it's less talent 
So girls are doing the ratchet stuff to get noticed. That the t- that is their talent now, right? <laughs> Which is terrible. Like for real. Like like it, there is like the talent is not there. Like we named all these Remy was listen. Nobody had bars like Remy. She was rapping like if, if you she, you thought she was a dude. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it's like women now just don't have the same talent. So it's like if you ask them to not be provocative, their career is done. Cause they ain't standing on talent. By the, I think to your point, and they know they're, that. They're, I think to your point, and I let you on a second. They're, they're not musicians. Most of them are former strippers who yes. feel like they can make more money as being an artist. Where some of these ones in the past, like Queen Latifah, was an actual rapper for years before yeah. she yeah. got on and stuff like that. So I think that's you know that's to your point. But do you believe so? So because so, if, you, if you're going down this rabbit hole, what right. you're saying is that they don't believe in their own talent. Because they can't go to the studio or the say I'm 100% believe the mumble rappers and the people today, they know for sure. Why do you think everybody like Eminem and all them was calling them out and saying they had no talent? They know they don't have talent. I'm telling, listen, back in the day, I used to rap, right? You know how many times I'll be listening to rap music like, dude, I might, I might really start <laughs> rapping because now I'm going to be somebody. Because the way they sound, like... No Wait, talent. can, can we get a hot? Can we get talent. a hot sixteen, please? MC Tony Stark Jr. Listen, at the same time, Mike starts singing. Oh, you know. y'all can have a song together, even better. Listen, Big Mike, Little Ant. Thank you, thank you, you, Tony. There it is. What, what? Hold on, hold on, hold on. What was your rap name, please? I need to know. <laughs> <laughs> listen, man. We ain't, listen. We ain't bring. Listen, I was just back there when I was kind of rapping. So. <laughs> just know this: when I lived in Florida, they had a freestyle competition, right? And there was some guy named Jesse James. He was like the top guy. So everybody had the, the competition. You had to get on. It was three people and you had a freestyle, right? And if right. you won, you got put in the next bracket. Well, when I got on, I won. And then the next time I got on, because I was just about to move from Florida. So I called the radio station like, look, I won, but I'm moving. Let me get on. And a girl actually beat beat us. It was me and, it, me and another guy and a girl and the girl won. But long story short, I still won my little first bracket. We're gonna call this. A, we're gonna call this a teaser for Big Mike and Little Ant. We'll get his rap name on Sunday. Something like that. So this will be a little teaser for that. Uh, moving but, forward, though, past the WAP song, we can right, go right. that for now. Been a while, but uh, you know Terry Crews. Every week he's in the news. I mean, he just can't get out the his own way. I guess the best way to put it. And I, I watched the Rick Frost interview on Hot ninety seven, where or, or and he made a song calling Terry Crews a coon. And his new song. And he also said that when they asked him, well, if Terry's a coon, a coon then what's Kanye? And then Rick kind of said, well, I'll address Kanye in person. Well, let me uh, let me roll the clip here, Migo. Oh, there you go. I'm sorry. I know we had it. Nice. Trying to justify the term and turn it into something that it can't be turned into. We got to let them know. You know what I'm saying? You either running with us or running from us. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no time for clarification. But Just in the... But I'm also not holding punches for our brother Kanye. You know, because Kanye to, also speak your mind. That's what this platform for. And like I say, they just reached out. They just had a. Uh, they just actually reached out for me to speak to him, and I missed the call. I actually stepped through it, but um, I'm gonna speak to him personally. I got my own personal questions to ask homie. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of times you could catch the headlines, and before you drop a homie on the head, um, you should just. Get that clarification. And so it was easy. So it was dog. easier for you to to to. Now, I ain't seen Rick Ross in a long time. He looked different. We lost some weight. 
Yeah, you lost some weight. A lot What's of uh, diced pineapples. What was that, Josh? A lot of diced pineapples. What's funny is that he said there's no time for clarifications, and then said about Kanye, I got to get that clarification. So that's, that's hilarious to me. But, yeah, but he knows um, Kanye. There's a professional relationship there. So that to me, that made complete sense. Huh. It, it did. Um, it's the way he said clarifications, too. It's very, very funny. But since you started, Josh, what do you think about this? Like you see it. Yeah, I'm not very surprised at all. I'm a big fan of Ross spending a lot of time in MIAO. So I know that uh, Kanye is going to have a lot of people in his ear after what he's done. I mean, he's already gone in the record saying he misses misses his bro time with Big Bro Jay Z. So I feel he like did. they're gonna they're gonna corral him in, and uh, I think uh, we'll see uh, Kanye being Kanye again. What about the Terry Crews part of it? What did he do recently? I didn't even hear about that. The word he he tried to make the word coon an acronym. And stuff like that. Really? Yeah. 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 Well, Um, I think that is the literal definition of a coon. (laughs) What did he say? Stuff for Eric? Do you remember? Uh, I don't. It was a couple weeks ago. I don't remember what it was, but I remember that. Well, anyway, go 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 ahead. I want to find it. What do you think about this? The Rick Ross part. Um, I couldn't see the videos. Don't play for some reason for me. I didn't see it. Um, about him saying whatever he said about Kanye West. But I, I did listen to the song, and I mean, we all know about her. I, I didn't think the song was that good anyway, <laughs> personally. If you, I don't know if you guys heard the song itself, but um, I think Ross is falling a couple steps back. The, the song wasn't that great. Like, he put it in the song, but I'm like, eh, it wasn't, it didn't hit for me. You know what I mean? It definitely seemed um, out of place. I will say that. Yeah. Um, I didn't even get through, I didn't even get through the, through the whole song. I got to that and a couple bars after that line. I'm like, yeah, whatever, and that was it. Um, so I don't. Uh... Oh, oh, Terry Crews said that Coon uh, now stands for Conquer Our Own Negativity. So he's trying to turn it into an acronym because of the the back the uh, back and forth that he's got ever since the whole um, Black Lives Matter movement started and stuff like that. So. That's what uh that's what he said. But uh uh, uh now, if, if you want if, if here's my thing about I'll go on Terry Crews though uh about the whole Rick Ross thing everybody thinks who what they think about a person or or Terry Crews but I think Terry Crews is um he he's lost and he he wants to he wants to keep all his fans too much like and I think you said it a couple times already like he keeps talking when nobody asks you to talk. Like right, if you let, let shit settle, and then you keep your fans going, go on your uh, a, a whatever show, ABC or NBC, whatever it is, or his, yeah. yeah, keep keep it moving. Like, um, I think that's his his biggest issue. Like he's he's talking way too much and trying to save face, but him saving face is making him look worse than he already is. Um, so. That, that's pretty much it. Yeah, I, mean, I, I have to agree with uh, Banks here, who said he needs his own uh, PR person to handle all his affairs. He needs to stop going off script. Yeah. Go ahead, Tony. Well, in the wise words of Josh, this is when emotion steps above logic. Mm. He's just being very emotional. Um, every time I see him speaking, he's letting his emotions get the better of him. Everything you guys are saying, I think. He feels that um, people kind of came at him and people had the upper hand. So he feel he needs to defend himself uh, to, to, to counter it. 
but you could tell he's having emotions in it, right? So if he just thought on logic, it's kind of like, listen, I said what I had to say and that's it. Like me personally, I don't like repeating myself. So it's like, you may have said something and got one on me and I feel like, man, Mike kind of got me, but we're just going to go on and on and on. And then I start looking like I got feelings and this and that, and everybody's making a laughing stock of him. But um, but to get into the whole coon thing, um, that's a hard one, man. Um, from being, you know, growing up in Trenton, um, and I have my day and age definitely where I was, I feel like I, you could definitely call me ghetto and I call myself ghetto and then, you know, getting a little bit older and changing. I mean, I'm sitting here with a cowboy hat on, so I guess I don't know if I'm a coon or not, but, um, but I get the whole conquer your own negativity. I get what he's trying to say and I get the backlash. It's rough being black and then having other black people see you change, right? Um, some people don't like to see that change. And so it's easy for people to put on you, um, maybe their feelings, maybe like one of the biggest things I heard growing up is like, oh, I want to get out of Trenton. It's like, you know, it's not really about you living in Trenton. It's about who you are and who you want to be, right? No matter where you live at. And I think uh, the cool thing is more, um, you know, people usually say like, oh, you're acting white or whatever. And yeah, it, the cool thing is a, is, a, is a crazy issue. And I can see, I see what he's saying, the acronym, first time I ever heard it. But I get it. There was things in myself where I wanted to change because I felt like I was making myself look like a stereotype. Right. Um, so I kind of get what he's saying, but I also get where people are going to look and hold them to that and feel like um, and it's, it's two types of people. It's a is it the people who just let's use the word ratchet. Right. So maybe they feel like, oh, he's trying to be better than me. Right. So is he trying to say he's better than me? And then it could be B, the people who uh, maybe or siding with him um, for one reason or another. So it's a, it's that, that's a perspective thing. You know, life is about where your feet are standing and how you have your outlook. So I think he's fallen victim to social media right now. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, to Josh's uh, point, I think people have become like cheap to, to an extent with social media said, I'll be my own PR representative. Right. right. So I'll deescalate things myself because I have my own platform. But they're professionals for a reason. And obviously, he's going about it the wrong way. Now, they called him a coon after things he said after the uh, the death of George uh, uh, last month and, and, the, and, the, and the protest. But I think he should have just kind of, like you said, let it die down. Did it say, I'm going to take what they called me and I'll make it a new acronym and stuff like that. And it's been like every time he talks, it's like it's almost like he's begging to be accepted or loved or, or something like that. Um, and hoping that like one of the times he'll say something, it'll hit almost. Right. And I feel like that, that this, it, it, like he's got to know better a little bit. Like this, just kind of leave it alone. Let, let well enough be. You said, like you said, Tony, I said what I said, you know what I mean? And at this point, either you're going to watch me or you're not. Now, over the last 20 years, I definitely do see it's weird. Like even the change in the way Terry Crews speaks, you know what I mean? So I'm not going to call him a cool myself. But I definitely see that there has been some change. And that can come with growth, like you said, right. too, right. you know, as, 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 as getting older. But it does seem to me that it's trying to be more accepted, um, you know, and, and things of that nature. So I think for him, just to be quiet. On the other part of this, though, um, with uh, Kanye West, um, I, think they, I think they tried to bait him on Hot 97. It's, and you know you can call him Terry Crews. This what about Kanye? And Ebro's good at that, and you know so so I hear him. But I like how Ross just said I'm gonna talk to him. You know 
on my own. So, you know, don't even worry about that right. and, and and get it, you know, by myself and stuff like that. So I wouldn't say it's a double standard, especially if Ross does have a personal relationship. Right. Why not reach out to the person first? You know, for all full disclosure, uh, you, Anthony, when you made the, the video you made a couple months ago, which got some backlash. No, I, I was going to bring it up. Yeah. I mean, uh, but when people came to me and said, you know, well, uh, what do you think or whatever? First thing I said, well, I want to talk to him and get full clarification because I know him personally, <laughs> right? right? right. So, <laughs> and I did, right? So, yeah. <laughs> wait, Josh, why are you laughing? I mean, there goes that word again. You used it, right? Oh, yeah, yeah that's true. So, because I know him personally. And I did. Yeah. And, we, and we chopped it up. We talked about it. Yeah. And I understood more where he was coming from than being a person on the outside just watching it and saying, you know, whatever. So Ebro is just an audience saying, I don't like what Kanye's doing. Or Rick is saying, I can talk to the man. So let me let me see what's on his mind. Stuff like okay. that. So, so I get that. Yeah. And oh. same thing with my video is like a lot of people are saying about Kanye. Like I was listening to you guys, um, your last show, and um, you guys were saying that uh, Kanye has a bad way of explaining himself, right? So, Mike, when you and I talked about my video, which was called The Real Issues with Being Black, you was like, I get what you're saying, but maybe if you said this, then people would be like, oh, I see what he was saying. So, I mean, you know, so it's cool for Rick Ross to say, you know what, I'm going to talk to him myself because I personally know him, and maybe he's giving him a pass because he's like, look, I know the dude. He's probably thinking in his head personal issues. I know him. He often probably don't say it directly. And he also made it sound like he didn't follow everything that people were saying about him. So you got the undertone almost sound like, I mean, I don't follow everything that's going on. So yeah. for him, he feel like, you know what, let me get it from the source, which makes sense. Oh, Lord, kumbaya. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's funny. Um, moving forward, man, let's get into some dating and relationships. And stuff nice. Like that. So, nice. Eric, Eric, are you still good? You look, yeah, I'm good. All right. Yeah. All right. Make it short. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> he does look a little. I know, I know my brother look a little tired there, but first one here we have is uh, women who have an OnlyFans will never find a true king who genuinely likes slash loves them. You are automatically disqualified. A queen carries herself. Uh, as such at all times already moving that way before she met her king act like a peasant for the public and kings will treat you that way i feel like i'm reading uh a game of thrones right uh, right, <laughs> right um, really? and also i have a response uh to this on hood ratchet tv but i'll get to that a little later uh josh what, what are your thoughts on this right here? well first i want to read the response now because I, I didn't know you had it so I don't okay, understand why guys of this generation have this obsession with putting negative connotations on only fans. I'm sure lots of former strippers have found a king and now married with kids or grandchildren. Same thing for former porn stars. Literally, the only difference from then and now is that the women are in their homes, not dealing with the guys groping them in the strip club. And they cut out the middleman who was robbing them, like the owner of the strip club or the porn company. That's my response about the negative uh, connotation. So when you read this and I guess my response, uh, let's start with Eric. What, what do you think with this? Uh, I, I agree with Mike. I agree with Mike. Um. I don't. Again, I I don't see. I can't. 
I don't judge people on what they've done or what they're going to do. You know what I mean? It's not my it's not my place to judge you. You know what I mean? Now, am I going to? I'm not even going to. I'm, I'm married, so if I was single, whatever case may be. But if if I, I can't say that if I knew a girl used to strip or did an OnlyFans, I would think worst of her. You know what I mean? Like if I it's there's a reason why. I like so before you find out she got an OnlyFans. Two ways, two things. All right. Before you find out she has an OnlyFans, you're going to talk to her, you're going to find out, you're going to like her. Then she's going to say, maybe a month down the line, oh, I had an OnlyFans. Just so you know, I had an OnlyFans. You know, we're starting to get a. You already got feelings for her. So you might. That might be a wash, depending on the relationship and what you guys talk about and what you have connected. Um, But on the other side of that, to play devil's advocate to myself, if you find out she had an OnlyFans in the beginning, you might. what this guy is talking about, you might treat her a certain way, only trying to smash because you know she had an OnlyFans, and um, and you know girls who have OnlyFans might be considered a whore or whatever case 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 is. So you might be thinking, oh, I'm only just going to smash now. I've seen her OnlyFans. I'm I'm about to smash. So there 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 is the there's two sides you can play it. Um, but again, I don't. I'm not the person who's going to judge you completely because of your past. Um, you know what I mean? That's what it is. Thoughts. Uh, Anthony. Yeah. I, um, I think Mike's response, he articulately and accurately, uh, explained the situation. Um, I agree with him 100%. I agree with Eric 100%. I think for every girl who, um, has done porn or has, uh, been a stripper or now a new thing or only fans. I think for any one of those girls, I think there's some guy, whether you want to call him a sucker or not, but there's a guy who's willing to look past her past. And then if you just look at it as a blanket, um, you know, meme or comment, there's some girls who maybe don't even tell what they ever did in their past. And the guy never knows anyway. And so she can be happily ever after, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's some understanding guys, man. There's some guys that, you know, Maybe she's really attractive and he isn't that attractive. And he's like, you know, what? I found the one and they chemistry hit it off. And so he's able to forgive or not forgive because she did it before she met him. But he's able to uh, side with, OK, you had a past before me. So I feel like I wouldn't just say that girl was cut off. Now, if you had to access individually, would you date the girl who had the OnlyFans? I don't think I would, um, because I think I think it takes a lot of maturity. And I'm not saying I'm not that mature, but maybe I would think. Uh, I like to judge people based off the character, right? And so even though she might say she got past that, but I would still be thinking she has to have some tendencies to want attention, right? And she, you know, and that would probably bother me. It would probably make it hard for me to be okay with her going to the grocery store or something, right? So um, especially her being in that light. But I'm not going to say that's going to make her never be able to get married, you know? I mean, you're kind of straddling the fence a little bit, though, <laughs> Tony. Because I mean, you're you're no, saying that you're saying that mm-hmm. you don't think that she might not be able to find someone, but right. because of her past, you wouldn't date them. So, right. mm-hmm. he, he, I mean, he might be too far with find no one, but his overarching point is that if she had it, she's disqualified. So you kind of agree with that, at least for you personally. Yeah, but yeah, but here's the thing. That's cool, right? If you put a meme like that out to the world, right? You, I don't think you wrote the meme and just felt every male is going to agree with me. We, if that was the case, we wouldn't be talking, right? All so right. just because I might say personally, maybe it might be hard for me to get past what she, you know, what she did, right? 
But that doesn't mean that the next man won't. So my thing is what you're saying. I agree with you that they can find somebody, right? You guys recently were talking about the five love languages. She may find somebody because I personally think the five love languages, my um, my golden secret, right, if I will, is my wife and I are the exact same, right? We value the same few things uh, exactly. So for us, we're, we're not fighting over, oh, she likes this, but I don't. So I feel like that same stripper girl may find the guy who um, he has some amazing compassion, right? And she's like clear, like, listen, I'm done. I don't do it anymore. And he's like, I believe you, baby. Let's move forward. You know, I might be because of my past. Maybe when I used to date a lot of girls and do whatever I did, maybe for me, I might be like, I don't know, man. I remember how I used to be, you know. So for me, it might be my own. um, I'm putting on to her what I may think I probably would do if I was in the case. Maybe if I was a stripper and some girls with me and and, a lot of guys might a lot of uh, girls might be like um, trying to come up to me. Maybe I might cheat or something. Right. But there's a lot of guys that's going to be okay, you know? So that's not fair to say if I agree with him, but I, I, that means I don't think she could find somebody. That that doesn't make sense. Uh, Josh, what do you think? Well, my question to all you gents who have been married at some point is that mm-hmm. if it's not a big deal, why don't we encourage young girls to pursue these professions if it leads to marriage or young men to look for marriage prospects at the strip club or porn sites. And again, to Tony's point, not telling the guy, right. If that's her choice, advocating for lying in the relationship, that's interesting because distress (laughs) in a relationship never works and not telling you at the beginning is a lack of character to your point. And I think as men in general, there's something completely different if we didn't know she was out there like that and everyone else informs you of who she is, right? And you would actually want to hear it from her. So again, that speaks to that lack of character. And right. to your point in terms of external validation, attention-seeking behavior, that's a that's a habit and a reflex. So that's another thing. So And so out of, out of curiosity uh, for any of you gentlemen, if you're going to look for a significant other, are you going to go to OnlyFans or strip clubs or porn sites, excuse me, porn sites to find a future wife? And the king that they usually find is probably a beta with voyeurist tendencies or someone in the industry in which they operate. No, but you also not going to go to Walmart for to, to look for a, a significant other either who works right. at Walmart. You're not going to somebody's job to look. I'm just going back to what you're saying, but it's not, you're not going to go to somebody's job to look for a, a significant other. You know what I mean? Um, you meet people through other things where you're going out, whatever. So for, again, for somebody who, let's say he's a, uh, let's say he's a drug dealer, whatever. Well, let's say he's a drug dealer and he meets a girl at the club and He's he's not hundred percent like you know he's not he don't have a, a I'm not even gonna say that he, let's see he's a drug dealer he meets the girl at the club he might go ahead and date that stripper or he might go ahead and date that girl who's only fans because he ain't on the up and up either or mm-hmm. let's say he he he's a, a point out he he got a sex addiction you know what I mean he meet a girl at the club and he found that she's on OnlyFans he goes just you know I got OnlyFans I ain't man I don't care I do the OnlyFans with you. That's her. That's his queen. That's her. Right. Her thing. So people can find each other. There's too many people in the world to say somebody can't find each other because of the job that they did or whatever they decide to do in their life. 
Right, I, mean? I, I get that, but so, I think who who is this Montana of three hundred? Whoever this person is, right? I think he's alluding to regular people, right? Regular people aren't going to respond in that way. And as I said at the end of my comments, is going to be someone in that industry that you're in. Yeah, well, I think one thing we want to just make clear: uh, you said um, you alluded to. We said it wasn't that big of a deal. I, ne- neither one of us said it wasn't that big of a deal. Um, well, what Miguel said it wasn't is, a big of a deal in his comments right here. Oh, I thought you were trying to say uh, we were saying that. Um, what I'm saying is that um, it takes somebody with a lot of compassion and maturity uh, to get over something like that. And there's definitely people like that. So like Eric's saying, it's too many people in the world to think uh, OnlyFans person can't one day. Um, think about it. You could be an OnlyFans for two years, right? And five years later, you you haven't did it for five years, Right. And you move to Arkansas, right? And you meet some guy that don't even know what OnlyFans is, and you try to explain it to him. He's like, I can't even picture you ever would have did that. No, nah, I really did. Well, baby, it don't matter to me. You're not like that no more. You don't live all the way in New Jersey anymore. And you're like, I don't. I just want to at least tell you what I used to do. It was like, I'm good. That situation could happen. So we can't check these people off that they'll never find love. You know? Yeah, Josh, your question was, would I go to the place now to look for the woman? Probably not in 100%. Right. But he's and he's inferring about if you ever did it before, you wouldn't find anyone. Like right. to Tony's point, you telling me you did it five years ago and you doing it right now is a totally different thing, you know? Secondly, I would also say that we got to stop Again, like part of my post, OnlyFans, we got to start with just the OnlyFans. There's some OnlyFans people having sex. There's some just showing body and there's some cooking. You know what I mean? So, But I think he's alluding to which one we're, we're alluding to, which you mentioned in your comments, which is porn and strippers. So let's keep it in that yeah. uh, arena. And if we do keep it in that arena, like I like like I like I said in the thing, there's like a bigger obsession. I don't know because social media than it was for porn and strippers of women who was you know doing that at the time and whatnot. So I just don't understand that, and that's what kind of you know gets to me a little bit, I guess. And um, like I said before, because there was a guy in his comment. So I had another comment. The one guy said he said that I would rather have my woman in the strip club. Than on OnlyFans because at least the strip club is only going to be local guys, right? So that was his point. And then I said, really, you would rather have her in a strip club dancing for uh-uh. money, getting groped during during lap lap dances, uh, literally crawling on the floor, picking up her ones, again disrespected, to being in her own home, safe, where in a controlled environment where nobody else taking her money. He was well, like. When you put it that way, yeah, I probably would rather have it. And Mike, like and Mike, the worst so, part I mean, is, Mike, the worst part is, he said local. He rather lo- well. First of all, that's worse because you might you you might be at the supermarket with your girl, and some dude walk up like, "Oh, what's going on, Foxy?" On OnlyFans, if it's people all over, you might not even meet those people ever, or you know, be walking down the street next to that person. So, yeah, but I guess I guess the back to the the main part itself again i don't see how if you had it before i think that's where his extreme is at that because mm-hmm. he says you know uh already moving that way before you met your king it's like bro and, and and also anthony you said something going back to you would see that as i guess attention seeking behavior but it's not act like people have been stripped to go stripped their way through college um 
did porn or also maybe only fans that went through college. Don't mean they want to touch right. it. Maybe maybe their way to get money. So I just don't like the huge negative connotation that goes along with it. So, so ladies who are on OnlyFans, strippers and porn sites, please message Big Mike at 1984 because he is single <laughs> now. That's not, not what I'm saying. No, well, I, this is what I got to say, Josh. Mike might have an OnlyFans. That's why he's saying Oh, that's a great point. Okay. Well, there. <laughs> there are likely high-profile uh, lawyers, judges, politicians, all types of stuff who stripped their way through college that we don't know. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm just messing with you. I don't know yeah. you are, but I'm talking about Josh. So yeah. I think just because it's the only fans thing, we got to stop putting that in the bubble. Like right. So this is what I this is why I yeah. said if you're a porn star, if you're a stripper, yeah. if you're an OnlyFans model, contact Miguel. He would love to have you. And guess what? <laughs> Because of everyone's obsession, it's going to be less competition for you, Miguel. There you go. Get in there. So just to make the point, if a girl Sorry, shows Mike, you. We'll accept her at the cookout, Mike. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a liar. So just just the point, if, if you were dating a girl, because to Eric's point, you might be dating her for a little bit before you find out. Let's say if it was three months, would you, it be over at that point for you if she had only fans in the past? Who are you asking? Uh, well, I want to start with Josh, then Tony. Actually. Well, I already addressed that with the distrust in the relationship. So if you're going to be of that life, be transparent up front. So you can have the greatest chance of acceptance for me. What if it never comes up? Like, who would just, you know what I mean? Like, you wouldn't say. So what do you do for a living? Yeah, right now she's a lawyer. But to get to college, she had to go. Right now, she's a lawyer. But to get to college, she did an OnlyFans her first semester because it was COVID, and you know all the jobs was closed. So, she, but she still had to go online. By, by the way, that actually sounds pretty cool, and something that would actually go on a, a re, on an application in college that would actually get you accepted to those schools. What do you mean? If you go through those experiences and you become an entrepreneur, I did X, Y, and Z. How many girls wrote their dissertations on psychology while being in a strip club? Mm, so right. that to me, that's part of that academia. So, again, be transparent because it will reward you. And like uh-huh. you guys all alluded to, if the guy's weak and is not strong enough to be with you in two weeks, he's not for you anyway. So that's what I'm saying. Be transparent. It's the distrust which illustrates the character and the behavior. That's the issue, the distrust, not the fact that you're only fans, the fact that you're only fans and you're not admitting it immediately. If you're on it right now, I agree. Tell me now. But if you were on it five years ago, I mean, if you're going to tell me three months to it, that's fine. I mean, I don't expect to know what you did five years ago. Okay, let me give you let me give you a scenario, Miguel. Let's say uh, to use uh, ease example, let's say she's a uh, cashier at Walmart, but she's driving a Benz. Does that correlate to you, sir? No, I want to have questions. You know, she 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 might she might also be a be a drug runner for a, a high profile kingpin. I don't know what she do. But I need to know because she's driving a Benz and whatnot. Which so, is what yeah. I said before: transparency. That's it. L- allow people to accept you for who you are. Stop. I I'm not. I'm not into people. changing who you are or hiding who you are for other people. That that never works. I will. I will say this since I was next. Uh, I will say this, and one of the things I said in the scenario is if someone has a lot of compassion, because uh, I think what Mike is trying to say is if you had a certain past, right, 
and you um you got over that past, but you knew that past was a little bit shady. It's like why bring it up now because it was your past. So everybody's entitled to their past, but it's kind of like I know I did some crazy dirty stuff. I'm just not going to bring it up. Now if it comes up and you know and you find out and I have to tell you, then you know I hope you had a compassion and there's some guys that will have that compassion, you know. So um I mean I get your point Josh and I also get Mike's point and I feel like I wouldn't be that mad if I was dating a chick for three months and then she told me two years ago she had an OnlyFans. First of all, I'm going to be real. If I did it, I probably wouldn't tell you either. Now, I get it. We should be transparent. But that was my past. That was two years ago. I like you that much. I feel like you're going to judge me. And I feel like we're really hitting it off. And I think if we did really hit it off, the compassion would step in. Like, you know what? That bothered me that you never told me, but... What we got is so strong, I'm going to overlook it. And some people might be – I don't want to use the word shallow because I feel like, yes, that is a serious thing that maybe you – again, it, it, and like Mike's point, it, it depends on the extent, right? You could have just been showing pictures and then nothing was new, right? Like some people saying we're getting scammed, right? Yo, I'm paying all this money, and she showed me a picture that I've seen already on on Instagram. Facebook, Instagram. Yeah, sorry, Instagram. But, um, yeah, I mean, even – let's take it extreme, right? Because I feel like only fans isn't that extreme to me. Um, stripping is more extreme to me. So let's just say you were stripping, right? Um, you know, if you were stripping two years ago and we've been dating for three months and I didn't know when I've seen a picture and I was like, yo, what is this? And you was like, listen, what I didn't tell you, I mean, at the end of the day, I just like, listen, you have a pass. I got a pass. You damn sure ain't know everything I did because I know some stuff I probably won't tell you. So listen, let's call it bygones be bygones. What we got is pretty solid. Yeah, I'm going to be like, damn, that's kind of crazy. You really was tripping? Damn, I ain't. Uh, all right, listen, let's just, you know, because. I'm going to tell you what's going to happen because actually, full disclosure, I dated a former stripper before. And she mm-hmm. told me, like, it was probably, I don't know, four or five months into it that she stripped five years ago. And you know mm-hmm. what happened? I had 90,000 questions. Right. What club was it? Did you dance on the pole? Did you do lap dances or whatever like that? How'd you like it? That's what actually happened. I was more intrigued right. than anything and whatnot. Oh. But it oh, definitely yeah. didn't make me say, all right, you know, you stripped five years ago. I can't <laughs> deal with that situation or whatnot. Like, it just didn't do that for him now. However, she did say she had a boyfriend during the time, and his insecurities uh, eventually led to them ending because she was an active stripper at the time. And right. I get that, too. So... You know, it all depends on on, on who Well, again, just food for thought. I think we can all remember once upon a time, this was also the case with kids. If you were a single parent, at times it was not uh, normal for you to disclose about your children. To me, it's the same thing. So if it's in your past and you're not going to talk about it and it's your kids initially, that's one thing. But now it's standard operating procedure to disclose about your offspring or it is a serious, serious lack of character. Right. So do we have the same latitude for your example, Miguel, for killers and assassins or those who were former KKK? Or are we going to have selective morality? By the way, that's a rhetorical question. You don't have to answer that. Well, let me ask you a question, Josh. And you meet somebody or are you going to have um, like, do you have a resume of everything you did in your life, a relationship resume? And when you get together, like, just so you know, Article 2847, I was talking to this chick named Melissa, and on the second date, I did some crazy stuff. Article 40, are you going to do that? If she asks. And a lot of a lot of <laughs> women, a lot of the modern women, well, again, 
I'm, you haven't been single for a while. A lot of the modern women will ask. Right. But you sound like what you said was <laughs> in that if she asks, if she ain't asking, she ain't knowing, knowing about Article 4834. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Well, this also has to do with professions as well. And that topic always comes up. So in terms of the topic, as we're talking about now, that would come up. If like if I were to disclose like, yeah, I used to be a porn star, porn star just, you know, right. my my experience. Right. Then that's right. a possibility. And I think I think that's something that you should be disclosing because people would feel a certain way type about it. So uh, that it, so yeah. that either will have to me someone either, like you said, be compassionate or be accepting of it. Or right. it's a it's a hard no or even better. You're put in the fuck buddy category, which is yeah. be- better for me. You know, what, what about so the hard- girl? Okay. What about the girl who wasn't a porn star, but she made some, let's say, home videos with her ex-boyfriend. He put them on a porn website, and she knew they were there. Like, should she tell you that up front, too, as well, Josh? I mean, that's up to her. It's going to come out eventually, Miko. It might not. Uh, it, it definitely does. I'm just letting it. It might know. not. Well, you got a crystal ball we don't know about? <laughs> I mean, if it comes out and you're not even with each other, then it's, it's definitely going to come out. I'm Again, I'm just letting you know. This is like um, just dating in general. I, I feel like that in the beginning stages, I don't know if I really even like you that much. So I'm not disclosing all these things to right, you. Initially. Yeah, that's, that's it, what I was just thinking. Yeah. It takes like, to get to a certain level for me to even trust you enough to tell you that. Because right. let's say if I did have porn out there or if I did have whatever, um, and I don't know if I like you, I might tell you and then you start telling everybody. <laughs> you know, right. So I, I, I got to trust you on that situation before I feel like, you know, I could tell you. So it takes some time. I'm not going to tell you that the first date or yeah. second date. So I would expect the same thing from her and whatnot. So, yeah. right. it's now, a, you know, it's hard. Josh is right. And we're, we're all right. But I mean, yeah. um, in a weird way, not in a weird way. I mean, Josh is more right because it's just a moral thing to do. Right. I think our fears that we may lose somebody good based off of what we did, did that society, frowns on or uh the same vice versa that person may lose us because they did something the society frowns on but if you go by josh thing at the end of the day listen if they like you that much they'll stick with you i mean there there there's no right and wrong but josh thing is more right because morally that's what you should do i think we're just saying the because the thing is saying oh those women will never find spot we're just saying there is an exception right like, I feel like my relationship is an exception right now because all the, the whole story of my marriage. Right. So um, there is there is some exceptions, you know what I'm saying? But, Josh, I will. I'm not you know, I'm not going to say I disagree with you. I do. I'm not because I know sometimes you're probably like, come on, guys, are you just being serious? No, we I, listen. I'll say it myself. I agree. Now, you are right, because morally, if we're all on the table, it's cool, because if it does come out, then listen, nobody look like they got egg on their face. You know, If your boy is like, yo. I think right. it should. I think he's half right. I think it should definitely come out if we're in a. Like I said, we get to a certain stage. Let's say if okay. I work with you and we're dating, I tell you on the first date I was a porn star, and then uh, it don't work out after the first date. Now you're talking the whole job. We all look for the porn. Like right. again, I got to get to a certain level before I'm gonna let you know something. Right. That's, that's all I'm saying. Honesty yeah. is always the best policy, but there's there's a time when you have to trust the person to be honest with them. You know, what I mean, right. you're not going to tell everybody your whole business on your first date, um, or, or the second date, or third date. You know, it's going to take time to get to that point. Um, so, you know, like you, you're right. Honesty is the best policy, but it's going to take time to get to that. And for I guess for Josh, it's 
the sooner the better. Am I right there? Like, um, well, again, would you prefer hearing it from someone else or from your significant other? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and according to y'all, it can happen a year down the line, or maybe two, three, not four, not five, not six, not seven. Right, but that's as long as you said, love the bro. person, that's not that's not but what we said. I will, I will say, but this, that's though. what it's going I, towards. <laughs> well, I will say this though, Josh. It is also, I think, what we're alluding to. We need to spell it out. It is a certain time frame, right? So mm. you did sign two years ago, and and you, I like you that much. Yeah, I'm gonna let it. I'm gonna let it go. But now, if you did something five months ago, it might be a little bit harder because yeah. now I could think that you didn't mature from it, and it could be like the character flaws. It could be your tendencies. But if it was a while ago, I might believe that you know what you was in a bind, you was in whatever the college scenario, you needed to make money, and but you're past it now, you know. So I because so, the whole issue is. I think what we're, we're not saying, we didn't spell it out yet, but the whole issue is, will she do this to me? That's the issue. If I feel like, you know what, I'm past it. I don't think you will because of a time frame. then cool. You know, and if you do 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 it, then that's just shame on me. But again, I'm trying to find love. I'm trying to find whatever. So I'm letting you slide because this was a long time. It was in your past. And by the way, the only fans and the Pornhub models are more famous than other ever especially since they have correlating social media platforms so again if she doesn't tell you and then everyone's coming up to her like she's a celebrity but you don't know who she is <laughs> is that even better yeah there's a lot of tiktok girls with uh the only fans right i think it's the that. i think it's the last two sentences for me that when he's like you know uh act like a peasant and for the public, kings won't treat you that way. I think Tony said it best. There will be a king who will treat her still good, even though she had an OnlyFans. Absolutely. I but but I think he also had a great point where it's going to be a, an exception to the rule. So he's right. making a general statement as a verified member on Twitter, it seems. Right. So you're speaking to a broad audience of probably broads. So it's it's a general statement. So it's kind of like. All right, you can actually jump out of a 16-story building, and you may survive. You might be the exception to the rule, but you're not going to tell people that, you know what, you should probably jump out of a 16-story building, which is my original point. You're not going to tell people to go to strip clubs, uh, OnlyFans, and porn porn sites to find your significant other. You're just just not going to do that. I agree. But you know what else, though? I think he's trying to like, because I think a lot of women today, they do live for the here and now today. Like just, you know, today. So I think he's trying to like say like, listen, you might think that you're doing it now and it's over. But his thing seems like, you know, even if he did it five years ago, you still won't find the king because he's saying that, you know, even even before she met her king. So it's almost like he's saying you might make one hundred thousand dollars doing this right now. But five years from now, when your body falls off. Ain't nobody gonna want you because they need you to the only fans, and I just don't believe that. I think yeah. they can still find. Something. If her body falls off, I mean that's her biggest selling point. <laughs> not, maybe no, not then, at that time. No, then though, at that time, at that time, you know. Oh, gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen. Okay, moving right along, we're gonna switch topics. <laughs> like that. Uh, okay. Yeah, speaking to the mic. Mike. <laughs> I'm sorry. He slept with his phone in his pocket. Time to move on. All right, let's see. Let's find that. Here we go. From There's more to it, but brother Meek. Meek. 
or he slept with his phone charging in his pocket. <laughs> I'm basically saying I'm leaving. I'm just focused on me because she don't trust him. When you see this, Tony, what do you what do you, what do you think? Well, let's it? also read Mick's response as well, Miguel. Oh, I'm sorry. That's so. Uh, well, Mick has bad <laughs> a lot of stuff, but um, that's so. The radiation from the phone won't won't be by his head. No big deal. So, as you said, so the radiation won't be by his phone. It's like that with in his pocket. Anyway, Tony, um, what do you think? Yeah, at the end of the day, it's like, will you go into a relationship with a distrustful person, right? So a relationship means you want to build something and see where how far it goes, if it's going to grow. But that's a, a to Josh thing, the red flag alert, right? That's a red flag for, for a woman to a guy. So if, I, if I'm always, like me and my wife, we have no passcodes on our phone. So when my phone got stolen a few years ago, um, and I eventually got it back. It's a funny story. You guys should watch the video. But when I got my phone back, they was like, bro, you have no passcodes? Like, yo, we just don't have passcodes. We don't, I don't know. I just don't feel the need. I don't have nothing to hide. She can go on my phone whenever she wants. go on her phone whenever she wants. If she felt like it. So that's just showing that we don't have anything to hide. So that person would trust us, right? Um, but if I'm got a passcode and she don't know the passcode or, or let's just get it. Because this is one of those extremes, right? When you try to come up with like, well, what if he was to have his phone in his pocket charging? That's extreme. If somebody's doing that, it's like, all right, bro, you, you know, so it's just to be fair. I mean, if a girl had her phone charging in her purse while we're laying next to each other, I'd be like, I don't know if I'd be like, all right, I'm walking out, but you have to explain that. And it better be, it's I'm saving you from the radiation that produces with my phone. Because other than that, I'm out, so. Wow, Eric, what do you think about this? Yeah, I mean, it's a given. Uh, it's it, just going that is he's doing something wrong. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the girls even she got her phone charging her cleavage. What what the hell is you doing? Like, why 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 are you doing that? Um, so yeah, it's it's a given. All right, I, I want to hear Josh's thoughts on this. Go ahead, Josh. To me, it all has to do with context. So even in the lady situation, she could have had previous relationships with more insecure guys who would just run in her phone. And if you're a girl of an exceptional beauty, right? And conversely, if you're a man, right, of, let's say, of some type of social stature, and you don't need to be a celebrity to understand that certain people are going to be attracted to you for transactional reasons. So looking at Meek's comment, right? He's going to be someone that people are going to try to run through his phone regardless. How often do we see people taking photos with someone else as they're sleeping after they knocked it out the park? So, again, you don't have to be a celebrity to do that, for that to happen to you. But to me, that's just it, it all depends on your experience and who you are socially and how, how important your relevance is. Yeah, it yeah, also has to do with the time frame of this because uh, this is just. it's the context of this. It's missing a lot of context. It didn't say if they was married, if they was a one night stand. So we don't really know. Uh, I look at it as they're in a relationship because she's, I mean, he's got the phone in the pocket, sleeping, whatever. And then she says, I'm just going to focus on me. That, I mean, somebody who is a jump off, whatever you're that jump off. isn't going to say, I'm just going to focus on me. It's going to be like, damn, I couldn't get to it. You know what I mean? That's how I'm thinking of it. If you're somebody who's one night standers, like, oh, I couldn't get to his phone, I couldn't get to this, I couldn't get to that. But somebody's gonna say, I can I'm just gonna focus on me. That means you weren't focusing on that person, meaning right. you had some type of relationship with them. So, you know, I look at it like that. 
I think Josh point about the context and the, and the people involved is key, whether it's their, um, their past relationships, creating these, uh, these new habits, whether, whether the girl or guy has someone who always grabbed their phone while they were sleeping or something like that. And maybe gave them like a form of PTSD. They were going middle of the night person in the, and the other room on their phone or stuff like this, and I'm sleeping my phone in my pocket from now on. So that can happen as well. But I also feel like that for her to just say, I'm going to focus on me, that, that's very short-sighted. She should have a conversation first. I remember it's different, but I dated a girl, and we went to, uh, to eat, and I set my phone down on the table, and I sat it face down. And she stopped the dinner. This was like our second date. And she was like, I'm really... I, I can't, like, she's like, with your phone face down, makes you think that you're hiding something or whatever like that. And she was like, can you turn it over? Because I'm still, I'm, I'm thinking you're trying to hide something. And I'm like, what? <laughs> so, yeah, I didn't turn it over. But you know what's crazy? And and, 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 and Tony, I uh, know this. The type of job that we both worked at together, sometimes we would have our phone out, but yeah. we would turn it face down. So if it did go off, our supervisors wouldn't see it and stuff right. like that. Right, right. So, I've had that type of job for so many years. I'm just used to putting my phone on the table face down, even at home, you know, a lot of times, stuff like that. So that's where I came from. But for her, it, it, it triggered something. But for me, that let me know that she wasn't one for me because she obviously had bad trust issues, some PTSD, just from a phone face down. Uh-huh. So I, I never know what either one of these parties are going through. But, you know, I wouldn't just say I'm a focus on me. That's not fair to him, you know, in, in that situation. And but I, Mike, can you be extreme? Because this is pretty extreme. So this is like different. Well, like I, oh, okay. Let me let me just say, as someone who's involved in social media a lot, especially in the dating space, usually these type of statements here are from the perception that they're in the talking stage and not in a relationship. Usually, these type of these type of this type of content makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, at the end of the day, it's a lot of missing context. For all we know, they could have had a prior conversation that I think you might be messing with other people. He's like, no, why would you say that? She's like, all right, whatever, I'm cool. And then that night, she's like looking and he's sleeping. He got his phone in his pocket with the charger in it, right? Like, let's say you had your phone in your pocket because you just fell asleep with it. That's fine. But if your charger is plugged up to it, then clearly you're trying to hide something. So No, not nah, clearly. Nah, nah, it's not. not. <laughs> yeah, it's not really at all. Mm-mm. It, it could be any number of things. I just don't like my phone. I don't like well, my well, phone name, out. Name name one. Well, again, speaking as a married person, Tony, it doesn't make any sense to you, and that makes sense. But you got to understand the dating landscape has completely changed since you've been single, and a lot yeah, of people true. are very presumptuous and right. their let's say entitlement to have access to things that are private to you. Because, like, for me personally, ain't, ain't nobody just going through my phone like that. But some right, people right. feel like they have the right just because they have sex with you, which is not the case. That's delusional. Right. Well, I mean, I think it's a weird uh, meme because or whatever. Because um, that same person who got it in their pocket could have just put a lock on their phone. So you ain't have to do all that. I mean, you got to remember, again... This this part of the single generation now. It's sometimes as a contest for the younger generation to figure out people's passcodes just so they can get in. Yeah, they they do that yeah. at school. So women literally, oh, take a guy's facial recognition while he's sleeping. Yeah, he leaves the phone out. And as we like, know, as uh, Samsung users, that's still a little faulty. 
right. But if you have, yeah, if you if you locked your phone, then you wouldn't have to deal with all that. Right. But again, you can unlock it with the facial recognition. Right. Yeah. Even while you're asleep, or even with yeah, a photo of you. I mean, I'm a phone guy. When the Samsung thing came out, it's a lot to that. So you're not. It's not as simple as you're saying. But anyway, I get what, what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. That, oh, what, no. Okay. So, on my phone. They prove, right? Hold on. Listen. Right now, I can, right now, my oh. phone's unlocking just by looking at myself. No. What like, I'm trying to say to. is, what I'm trying to say is, when the the Samsung thing came out, you would have needed a specific type of uh, like device to be able to. What what people were doing, it wasn't like the general public could do. You, that, it wasn't. Look it up. The general public couldn't have done that. You had needed like some a special equipment. So they found out that oh, it was faulty, and it was just it was just um, it wasn't even hardware faulty, but it was software. So they just put an update. But yeah, it wasn't like the average person was going to be able to do that. So that's the problem. Stuff goes out there, and everybody be like, oh, look what happened. Oh, okay, that's fair. But also, in addition, actual some banks ban right. some of the fingerprint software because this fingerprint software was faulty as well. Right. So it it wasn't just facial recognition. It was the security at, in its entirety. So your whole aspect of this locket, it's yeah, easily I mean, unlockable. Listen, stuff could be. I'm trying to you, figure out how that's faulty. Every time I hit my lock, I never. Flip no, my no, 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 no. What Josh is saying that there was a point where um, one of the S whatever uh, people was people found out that so you was able to take a picture of somebody. Um, I'm trying to think exactly how it was, but you was able to. Um, get a picture and use that picture and be able to unlock somebody's phone. But yeah. the type of camera you had to use to take the picture so it would be flawless, right. um, it wasn't the general, like the average person yeah. wouldn't have that, yeah. that camera. I'm not it's, saying that. I'm saying if it was locked in the middle of the night and she just picked it up and put it right. in his face while he's sleeping, she that'll unlock it every single time. And right, that's what you're saying. So, so even if he had it locked, it wouldn't help him if it was on the counter rather than in his pocket and stuff like that. Because mine unlocks every time. <laughs> like when it with, with, your eye, with your eyes closed? Uh, yes, I tried on my eyes closed. It unlocks that way too, actually. And glasses. I was Either about way. to say, yeah, with glasses, glasses as well. Work, but I don't know about your eyes closed. It worked for me. But anyway, right. let's move on forward to the next uh, topic as I okay. uh, facial recognition unlock my phone again. <laughs> with, um, with, your eye, with your eyes open? <laughs> <laughs> That's all, yes. Um, oh, Josh, the one about the caked-up makeup we got here. Um, and the question is, why is caked-up makeup such a red flag? Or is it a red flag for, for you as a gentleman? That's not real. Right, that's that's the same person? Yes. Yeah. And, and, and that's why it's a red flag. So thank you, gentlemen. <laughs> nice little social experiment there. I don't know. That came. Her lips are bigger in the next picture. Guys, like, guys, bro, this bro, is what this is what isn't even. This is what makeup clear. does. Not nah, makeup don't change your lips and your nose like that. Like she got a nose job. Guys, guys, bigger. it's angles. So you got you got to understand yeah, the angles. I do get angles. The eye, the eyes are literally the same. I'm married, man. I don't care. <laughs> that looks like, look like Photoshop to me, but hey, yeah, yeah, he do got a point. I'm married too. <laughs> nice but, little uh, uh, alibi there, I like that. But, um, the now, question, listen, I, I could. All right, go, yeah, ahead. go ahead. The question is more so. Uh, we, we we saw it started from us watching Meg the Stallion, and she did a makeup tutorial, which is about 15 mm-hmm. minutes on her IG 
live, I guess. And if you looked at her from the beginning of the IG live to the end after it was done, I posted the sorcery. It looked like two different women, <laughs> right? Right, right? On there. So the question more becomes, is caked up makeup a red flag because of the sorcery it implies? Mm-hmm. And if it is, why is it a red flag for us? Any Anyone? Let's go with Eric, I guess. Um... Ask, your question, ask, ask the question again. I'm sorry. Is cake up makeup <laughs> a red a red flag? Hold on. And if it is, why is it a red flag? Uh, I, I'm, uh, I'm, I haven't had to go into this thought before because, um, you know. Does your uh, lovely wife wear a lot of makeup? Well, you know, I know her, but, but right. does she wear makeup when you guys go out places and stuff like that? But. She does, but it's not like overly, she doesn't turn into a somebody, a different person. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> which, and, and I believe you guys, so I've seen it. I've seen, I actually, uh, there was like some TikToks that I saw. So when you talk about it, I, I remember it. And they do go from one thing to another. Like, what the hell? Um, and then you see some of them who don't even need makeup and they still put on mad makeup. Uh, and, and it's ridiculous. I think that's I think that's a little bit worse if they put on, you know, pounds and pounds of makeup. You don't even need it. That's that's weird to me. Um, but I do get it. It, it is it's just like you know us going to the beach with a muscle tee on. You know what I mean? It's just a, 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 a um, I want to say a, a shield or a mask, but it's how people get their confidence by or right. women get their confidence by putting all that makeup on or whatever case is. Um, I think natural beauty is a better beauty. Let, uh, Tony, let me switch the question up for you. All right. All right. If you met the girl with the makeup, like let's say in this picture, at the wherever, the club or whatever, and then you got her number and then you went out with her and then let's say a couple of days later you saw her without the makeup, <laughs> how would that change your approach then at that point? <laughs> I guess. Yeah, that's that's uh, the difference, bro. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know what? Um, I don't want to be shallow, right? <laughs> <laughs> but um, that's not fair. <laughs> like <laughs> you, the stuff I see now. So I remember back in my day, you used to be like, "Oh, you know, we I used to club a lot, right?" And it was like, "You better make sure because that club, like when it's dim, is different from outside the club, right?" And we used to have times you'd be like, yo, that's the shorty you was dancing with. And you could you could tell her shape and her outfit. And then she turned around, you're like, oh. <laughs> but um, but um, but this is different nowadays, yo. This is different. But I will say, I think the caked up stuff you could kind of tell a little bit. You could see like there's like first of all, we got pores and stuff. This caked up stuff, they skin be too smooth, forehead be smooth. Um today on TikTok, I watched a girl show how you can make if your nose is broad. You could uh, make it look like it's smaller. Um, it was it was noticeable because you could see the bridge look like whatever. But so then you just say it didn't look like the other person because of her nose. I know. I'm like, what? No, yeah, I did because the, no, I, 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 I just hey, said Josh, I could tell. I just said hey, I could Josh, tell. Josh, drop a crown. <laughs> <laughs> King um, contradict. Contraband. No, no, I said when she did the nose, I can tell is what I said. You might want to rewind this. I said I could. I watched the video today. Literally, my wife was showing me, but I was looking at the video. Like you could, people's skin isn't that smooth. Like we're not a cartoon, so I feel like. Um, I mean, that's a good. She did a good. If that's real, but um, yeah, I mean, I guess I would have to 
not I, I would have to be like, listen, listen, we gotta talk about something. <laughs> and she'd be like, Oh, what what's up? But like that's not your real face. Like, I don't so, know. So kicked up makeup is a red flag then, based on what it is, saying. yeah, it is. That's too because nowadays, now it's different where you know, a you know, does does my wife put on makeup when we go out certain places? Sometimes she do, sometimes she don't. Like, is it more appealing? She got this extra, you know, it's like not natural. You got, you know, whatever, right? Like, obviously, it, it looks, you know, it's like, all right, like for a guy, right? I work out, and so I buy a lot of athletic shirts, right? So the shirt specifically shows my bicep. Well, could I have a shirt that's down like this? Yeah, I could, you know. But um, that's not that extra, you know what I'm saying? But this, that's sorcery. Sorcery, right? Yeah, it does, yeah. And I, I, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, we, he's, we almost like, he's almost like Mystique. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, Eesh. that's different, you know. The girl who wear a lot of makeup, all right, cool, cool. But this, yeah, we would, I would, I, yeah, I couldn't do it because how would I be if I take you to see my mom, right? And then the next right. time I take you to see my mom, my mom thought I was messing with two different girls. Yeah. And you know what's crazy right now? It's not something that is hidden. These girls do whole tutorials yeah. to show other women how they look like two different people. And they're proud of it. So that's what's kind of amazing to me uh, yeah. these days. Uh, Josh, I know you want to go on on this, so go right ahead. Man. Well, again, as we all know, uh, how I feel about makeup. Too much makeup is definitely a lack of insecurity. And I feel like we said that before about Maggie Meg, right? And Cardi B and all these other ladies who have... Uh, let's say cosmetic modifications to keep it PC. Um, some ladies can't go to bed without wearing makeup, right? And either waking up and going to breakfast without caking it on. But at the same time, to be fair to them, there are some gentlemen who are as shallow, right? And make these requests. But at the same time, if you keep using makeup, and I've learned this from dating models who don't really need that much makeup and only have it on for photo shoots and having numerous conversations with ladies, it clogs your pores and you break out. And thus, you need even more makeup to conceal the breakout, right? And I just want to read a little passage from the legend here, Robert Greene, from his masterful book, The Artist of Duction, when he talked about Cleopatra. And it was during the times of ancient Egypt where they came up with the concept for makeup. So I'm going right to the source of why makeup was created. So his passage says, her seductive power, however, did not lie in her looks. So that was very politely saying that Cleopatra was not a looker. In reality, Cleopatra was physically unexceptional and had no political power. Yet both Caesar and Mark Antony Brave and clever men saw none of this. What they saw was a woman who was constantly transformed before their eyes as a one-woman spectacle. Her dress and her makeup changed from day to day, but always gave her a heightened goddess-like appearance. So I put this in the art of deception in terms of cosmetics. And yes, this applies to plastic surgery hair, nails, tanning, etc. The deception part, the sorcery part, all the stuff I said, I, I definitely agree with 100%. Um, when it, when it's too much, you know what I'm saying? We look like two different yeah. people. I think that's yeah. ridiculous. And I think that, um, and it's okay if you're not a natural beauty, if you want to try to enhance, I understand that. 
I would also say be confident in yourself first and foremost, you know, for any woman, you know. Um, but but secondly, um, Josh, you hit it on the head. They, they tell women don't start using so much at a young at a young age because if you do, you're going to need it more and more and more as you get older. Um, yeah. Like Josh said before, which is you know um, a bad thing. But I would say, man, when it comes to dating. It's kind of like it's not fair because you literally are presenting yourself in an entirely different light. Like there's some women where they put the makeup on and they're like two, three shades lighter, but the neck down, it's like darker. It's like, what, what's what's going on here? Whatnot. Or if you look at their hands compared to their face, it's literally like two, three different shades. <laughs> so I just think that um, some of that, I, I, but I would also think it's like anything else in life. Like we started it got a little bit better, and then before you know it, it, it they, they overdo it and whatnot. Like, I meet some girls sometimes, you know, wearing so much makeup, and I literally ask them, like, how much do you charge do, do kids' birthday parties? Because I'm like, you obviously... Do I get a discount? I ask them a bunch of questions. So, How did they I, respond? So like, uh... <laughs> sometimes they get cursed sometimes but sometimes they laugh honestly like, so I mean I remember one particular story I was working at a job I'll tell you two stories actually because they both deal with makeup same oh, job hold on, hold on. Josh you gotta do it Josh which one story, story time, time. that's for a new year radio guys relax alright yeah. All right. <laughs> anyway two stories I got same job one day there was this girl who um who who was working with us and she uh I know I'm just kidding. Had... This is story time with Miguel. <laughs> <laughs> so somebody walked past her and they said, um, you know, uh are you okay? You're not looking oh, <laughs> in the yeah, she, she bought uh these Mandalorian fruit snacks. Oh, don't nice. show don't show Clodat. Oh man! Yeah, for a person who's only seen four episodes, that's a shame. But anyway, three, three um, actually. <laughs> so ninety um, minutes. <sighs> anyway, my so, bad. Sorry about that. Somebody said, "How are you? Uh, are, are you okay? You don't look so good. How you doing?" And stuff like that. And she was like, "I'm fine. I just got I just got my, my my makeup on today. I was running late or whatever." And she was like, "Wait till you see me tomorrow. I'm gonna look totally different." I'm like, "Yo, that's crazy!" Like she literally was like, I need this makeup to look like a regular person and not sick. <laughs> what not? Which to me was just insane. And then another story, right, about makeup. It was an older lady and um, she said that um, she always wore a lot of makeup her whole life. So she got married to the guy and on their wedding night, they went to, you know, they went on a honeymoon, consummated the marriage, quote unquote, whatever you want to say and whatnot. And he on the wedding night said, I've never seen you without makeup. He's like, I want to see what I make up. She said, no, you don't. He said, I do. I want to see what your actual face looks like. This is a true story uh, of divorce. So the next morning came <laughs> and she, she said to him, she said, um, I'm not feeling, uh, no, she said, oh, but she just said, can you give me some breakfast and whatnot from the hotel they were staying at and stuff like that. Give me this, that, and the third. Leave it down there for a little bit. She said, I bought her makeup. And stuff like that, and watch it all, all clean it up. He came back in the room and he dropped the food, right? And he was like, 
what are you all right? Like, what happened? You need to go somewhere? And she was like, you want to see what I'm making, right? <laughs> That's what I look like. And he was like, don't ever take it off again. Yo. <laughs> and it's a true story. And she told me the story. That's the crazy part about it. Mm. <laughs> what not? So that's what I mean. It's just like, I, 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 I can't have Decepticons. So looks like two different people. And so much they have to have the makeup. That's just me. My situation. But switching topics, we're going to go to um, the next meme, which is uh, when a man, I'm sorry, you can't hear me. When a man earns money versus when a woman earns money. Wait, I thought that's. Not- oh, I'm sorry. You know what, Josh? You know what? Take it back. I'm sorry. My fault. My fault. Hosting messed up. When girls say, don't worry, he's just a friend. Put that back, Josh. He says, I hate when girls say, don't worry, he's just a friend. I remember when I was your friend and I wanted to fuck the shit out of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, oh, yeah, that's the one I sent to you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. As, thanks for courtesy of Tony Stark Jr. As we see Josh with his laughing emoji in, in, the, uh, in there, too. But, I knew Josh uh, was going to like that. <laughs> yeah. All right. So since you sent it, Tony, why don't you start it off? What do you think about it? When, when listen, you, when man, that is some real stuff. Yo. Oh, listen. I'm going to be honest, man. All right? If you got a friend, right? And, it, all right, let me flip it on our side. If I'm, if I'm still talking to a chick and she's my friend, a couple things. Either A, I've been there before, right? Either B, she's probably ugly if we really that cool. Yeesh. Yeah, that might just be it. <laughs> this from a, this from uh, a guy ten minutes ago said he didn't want to be shallow. This is hilarious. <laughs> and for that situation, I said I didn't want to be shallow. And I'm just being honest. Listen, you want authentic? Uh, you know, you want. I do. To be I do. Not. I do. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I feel like um guys like um like girls. I feel like sometimes they play stupid, right? Mm. And uh and they'll be like, "What you mean? We're just cool." And I'm thinking to myself, yeah, he's laughing. He's trying. Listen, he ain't, he don't want to just be cool. I'm not trying to hear that. Um, and sometimes I wonder, is the girl that stupid or are they trying to play stupid? Like, I don't know mm. which one it is. But, yeah, that's my feelings on the situation. I feel like um, it's just real, man. I feel like we're guys. Come on. We know. Now, there are some, uh, you know, some really good guys and they really just want to be friends with your girl. Uh, Turtle once on Entourage famously told Vince, "Girls, are, I mean friends, are just girls you haven't fucked yet." Yes. Right to your point <laughs> and whatnot. Great show, watch it, Tony. Um, but uh, Eric, when you see this, what what do you think? Um, I don't know. Yeah, uh... <laughs> <laughs> trying to get your words together, right? Yeah. Um. It's basically saying, can yeah. your wife have guy? Your wife have guy friends, and are you worried about it if she does? Uh, I, I mean, my wife has one guy friend, but she's been friends with this guy since you know they were kids. Um, my my kids call him Uncle Brian. You know what I mean? Like, so I I can't. But that's the only one. I mean, they've been like brothers and sisters since they were little. Oh, so I say something that Josh is gonna laugh at. Hey, John, yeah. I'm a fan. You know what this sounds like? <laughs> Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. <laughs> with the, with, with, oh, man. 
Yeah, yeah, with, with, with the guy who's his uh, god, goddamn. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, I watch y'all stuff too much. But go ahead, go ahead. But um, Jeez. Nice. yeah. I mean, <laughs> so yeah, that's all I got on that one. I don't know. All right. <laughs> now, Eric, you done? That's all you got? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Okay, I, I'm gonna come back, Josh. What, what do you think? Well, you know, I, I agree with this concept completely because at the end of the day. To Tony Stark's point, if she's gonna look like Fiona from Shrek, that's yeah. why she's in the French. That's why she's in our friend zone. And if we're gonna be completely honest, guys are visual, right? So you're not even gonna be on my radar as a person if I don't notice you, right? So the only way I would notice you is for you to actually say or do something cool besides your appearance. Because as men, we are literally genetically designed to look at a woman three hundred yards away that's three football fields away and tell if she's attractive we're just able to do that naturally that's what we do right so uh, one of those so i feel like girls are really de- delusional and thinking that male friends are just their friends because at the end of the day as this meme alludes to ask them if they want to fuck you and see how they respond <laughs> right God, I hate to do <laughs> that, but all right. So my thoughts are uh, a little different. So I, I, so when he says, "I remember when I was your friend and wanted to fuck the shit out of you," I think two things can be true. You can be a friend with an attractive girl and want to fuck her, but never try to fuck her. That's true. And whatnot. That's facts. That's so, true. Yeah, so I, you, I might, think, you might feel she's out of your league, so you don't never, you don't want to get shot down. That's true, you know. But have, as, but have a drunken night. <laughs> I don't drink, so I got to worry about that. Well, but, I'm saying, let the girl have a drunken night, and you're the good friend giving her a ride home. We got to stop at my house first, and she, and in this instance, she would make the move on you. And that's my, yeah, and that was my next point. It dep- so I will say a couple things. One, I'm like Drake when it comes to my girl or friends. No new friends. No, no, no. So you can't be having no new friends come in your situation. But right. if you had Uncle Ryan from how many years ago, right? And and you've already been friends for a very long time, then that's a different situation. I feel like if he was going to try to make the move, he would have made the move right. and whatnot, you know, at, at that time. And, um, and also, again, he's respecting my place and my uh, the fact that I'm your boyfriend, husband, whatever, you know what I mean? I don't feel like I'm going to just call two in the morning, whatever, whatever it is, right. then that's different. But but if he's not respecting it, that's a different situation. So yeah. I'm going to be honest. All right. Um, I did have that. When, when we first started dating, I did have that thought, like, Uncle Brian, who the fuck is Uncle Brian? Like, what, what you mean? <laughs> like, I'm not, <laughs> you know, I had it. And, but over the years, it's been eight years. You know what I mean? Like, at, okay, that's Uncle Brian. You know what I mean? Like, Come up with his motor, say, "Hey man, we gonna get a bike." Like that's that's that, you know. What I mean, I, I, you know, he might have thought had those thoughts when they were in kids, but he never got, he never did anything. Whatever case is, are they the well, same? Are they the same age? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think. So why is it? Uh, why is it uncle? The kids call him that. The kids. Oh, call him. oh, gotcha, gotcha. All right, cool. Yeah. Um, here's, here's my thing. I want to unpack what you said, Mike. So I feel like. Um, I'm always a conspiracy theory guy. So in my head, I'm always like, or I doubt things, right? So in my head, I'm like, hmm, I might keep it to myself because I don't want to look like I'm crazy. But you've been friends for eight years. And back in my head, I'm thinking like, he probably smashed. 
and y'all are just cool. <laughs> maybe maybe five years ago, y'all had a little something, and y'all figured, you know what, this ain't going nowhere, and we just cool. Um, I don't let that that don't that uh, that that definitely cross my mind too. But I'm also uh, to your point. That was your past, and if y'all are cool and dude is respecting me, and I feel like he doesn't make it seem like that was the case, even though in my head I'm probably like, because I'm not that naive, so I'm like, yeah, all right. But um, if y'all seem like y'all cool and y'all is you say looking me in the face saying that ain't what it is, even though I'm probably like, oh no, but I can't prove it. Then it is what it is. I'll take it on face value, but don't think I ain't watching because I'm waiting for him to make that one stupid look. Or that that one move, <laughs> and then guess what? Y'all ain't friends no more. Jeez. So that's just me. That's just me. I charge my laptop. Well, to your, to your, are you near the charger? You good? Yeah, yeah. Give me one second. All right. Um, Chloe's cracking up over here. By the way, Anthony. <laughs> so, um, no, I mean, yeah, definitely. If I feel like he's he's you know makes a move or just oversteps, then and that overstepping can. It's a large bubble. You know what I mean? Don't come like I don't let me come home and you just been in there chilling. I don't know you there. Or something right. like that. You know what I mean? Or 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 something like that. Or like she always calling on him first, let's say to if she got a black tire or whatever it is. Like things like that put things in my head. And to your point, I'm sure we may not feel comfortable doing it, but we all going to ask, did you and this guy smash? Yeah, like, come on now. Yeah. Well, again, to to be fair, I feel like before the relationship, you're going to have friends of the opposite sex regardless on both sides. True. Yes, true. So I feel like in terms of that, like, yeah, before, but at the same time, I feel like in society and contextually, I feel like people use the word friends very loosely nowadays when really it's really an acquaintance and you'll be like, oh, that's my friend. So and so just to describe people don't really use acquaintance in the vernacular. You know what I mean? So it it may not even actually be a friendship because if you're being honest, people really have close circles of friends the older they get. So I think it's just to put it in the category. But again, if you're uh, if your radar is, uh, you know, going off. And she's using the word friend, and perhaps there's a a twinkle in her eye. Then I completely understand you guys' point. Yeah, like I, I it was one uh, girl who I was talking to, and she said this guy was close friends, but he was a close friend who I and I was only talking to her. We never actually dated, <laughs> and this is probably part of it because this guy was a close friend who would like she'll come to work, she'll have like new Nikes on her desk, or he was the type of person who was like always buying her stuff or if she um uh needed something fixed he'd be right there that's feel like y'all were a little bit too close to me so it depends on really how the situation looks i think i think to tony's point um but i will say i'm friends with a female right now who i've never smashed never dated never tried to smash and whatnot so it, it is a possibility i will say how, I, how, I she, how she look how she look She's, I mean, somebody's hitting it, somebody's smashing it. No, 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 how she looked to you. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) She's not up to par, so that's why she's in the friend zone. Right, yeah. No, no, no. I mean, no, 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 that's not true. Oh, because she might be listening. Let's clean it up, Mike. Not even, not even, not even, because even if she looks great, Honestly, I don't look at her like that because her personality flaws is why I wouldn't try to touch her. Well, that's fine. That's yeah. Listen, listen. She's so ugly on the inside. <laughs> you ain't messing with her. 
friend. And, and I, you know why I know this? Because she opens up to me as her friend more than the right. guy she's dating. So yeah, I, I mean, know that, more about these balls. Yeah, so that, that's, that, that's completely fair because I've had a lot of girls who are models as friends. And once you learn all their dirt, like, I, I wouldn't touch you anyway. Like, I'm Right, good. yeah, you're like, yeah, uh, you're definitely off the list now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So Yeah, but don't but, make it like, you just try to make it like, I got a girl, we're cool now, and I'll never do nothing. <laughs> but no 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 it's a reason because you're right i know her personality in and yeah, out right. but i'm saying it could also be a reason for this girl for whom i not want to fuck her or whatever like that right because he might know her personality or well this girl ain't not attractive so he probably don't want to fuck her anyway but I'm just, <laughs> Listen, all i'm saying is when you find out something about the girl is ugly then she's off the list yes okay i, I can agree with that. Thank you. Everything, is, everything is perfect Yes, I agree. It's hard to say I don't want to smash the girl. Right. But to my first point, you can want to smash and not try to smash and stuff like that. That's true. So I, here's I, a I question. Are we, are, are we all saying, because I just thought had this thought, are we all saying that men can't be friends with girls? No. I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. Sexual... Okay. No, no, I'm not saying that. But what I'm, what I'm saying is that um, here's the thing. We can all be adult enough, right? If I let's say I met this girl from work and she's has she's been married, right? And she's super happy in her marriage and she clearly don't look like she don't she don't she don't like me at all, right? Um, you know what? I might look at her like, damn, but I'm never gonna approach it because she never had no indication that it might be something. Like I'm clearly a friend, right? But Given it, I like to say this space and opportunity. I'm just saying, if your man mess up and the world's it happened to work, I'm saying if I was single, obviously I don't think I had to spell that out, but just in case, any, just in case anybody's like, I thought he said he was married, but um, if I was single and uh, you know, I'll be like, yo, she is bad, but you know what, she's happily married, she don't even like me anyway, doesn't seem like it. But listen, you get that one night, Jack is such an a hole. Anthony, let's go hang out. Bet, Sarah. <laughs> and that's it. If, if it work out, I'm just saying. Now, if it never did work out that way, then listen, we could still be cool. I'm never going to, you know, cross that line because you're not interested. But given the chance, it, that's what that's what I'm saying. I'm not putting words in Mike and Josh mouth, but that's what I'm saying. So we're Josh friends. Mouth. Eric, yeah, we're friends. But I'm just saying, if something happened, we could still be friends, you know, but... Josh, you want to read a question from read a question from Chloe Diz for the panel? If she asks. Oh, I didn't see it. Yeah. It is. Oh wait. Can you be f- can you be friends with a girl after you had sex of so friend zone sex then friends again? Well, sure. Then that means you're fuck buddies because that's essentially what sure. that is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Well, for the panel, uh, again, she said, can you be friends with a girl after you have sex? So, example, friend zone, sex, then friends again. Can can that happen? Yeah, I could do that. I definitely, I've had that happen. Like that picture, the girl in that picture, that was a situation with me and her. That picture uh, that Josh pulled up with my car in the background. Right, 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 right. Yeah. right. And we're the cool. And her and her, and my, wife, my wife is cool. Right. You know? Uh, Eric? Yeah, Definitely. 
So the, this whole conversation has been based upon are they just friends now? But we also said we would ask if they smashed before. So if they smashed before, are you saying you, you wouldn't allow the friendship then, Tony, with your wife and let's say the guys she smashed before? Um, no, I mean, I will have to watch the situation and see how the guy is and see how cool they are, right? Because, listen, I could be authentic. You know, that's me. My wife definitely has a friend that when they was younger, they definitely, you know, messed around, right? So, um, and I know the dude, but we don't see him all the time. Like, um, I'm mature enough and I know how my past, you know, like I said, the girl that you've seen in the picture, her and my wife is cool, you know? Um, right. at the end of the day, we, that was before her. Right. And my wife, you know, we, we, she know the whole story and we don't act off of it. Now here's the difference though. If, if it was like, man, I feel like something's up with y'all. That's the difference. If I felt like something was up where her, cause here's the thing with me and my wife, I say this, a marriage is an investment, right? So if I'm just going in your phone or you want to go on my phone, you got the rights because you're securing your investment. You want to put all this money in stocks and not check up on the stocks. That don't make any sense. So listen, if you do anything that make me feel something's up, best believe I'm going to, first of all, I'm going to ask you or I'm going to try to trip you up and see if you're going to lie to me, you know, because uh, I like to catch people in lies. So but yeah, I mean, I think I my wife definitely, like I said, she has a friend. She does. She can still be cool with dude. But um, dude ain't the dude that's going to be, they hanging out all the time. Trust me, it ain't one of those situations. Mm-hmm. It's the it, once out of the year, everybody get together or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it all depends on what you're comfortable with. I definitely agree with that because I know there's some girls that, you know, just because when you're growing up, your hormones all over the place and close right. proximity to each other, something happened, right? But in addition to your point, Miguel, then later along the line, you actually do develop a friendship and then you actually learn more about the person. You were like, mm, not really for me. So they're, then right. they're in that permanent right. friend zone. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Uh, what about you, Eric? Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. <laughs> you, seem, you seem unsure. A little bit. Nah, I, I agree with it. Is, is your wife in the background? No. <laughs> so if you found out Uncle Brian her relations before, would it be different how you feel about him now? Uh yeah, because like Josh was saying, that question was brought up eight years ago. So right. you know, if we, well, if it was I guess lie. I mean if, if if you found out then, would you still accept it, I guess? Um I mean, it, I don't know. It, it, I would have it would have been a whole nother. I don't think I would allow the re- relationship to be what it is now. If I found out if you should, Oh yeah, yeah we dated Buck and blah. And uh, all right, well, I don't want him around like that. You know what I mean? If, we, if we're, you know what I mean? That right. if there's stipulations on it, you know what I mean? They all can right. still be cool. You know what I mean? I, 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 um, I'm friends with, I don't want to say friends, but acquaintance with uh, girls that, you know, I slept with back in the day. But uh, I I barely ever talk to him. But if I seen him on the street, I would say something to him. You know what right, I mean? Right. Uh, now I think the question is, does your wife know that? Know what? That you're friends with girls you slept with. Uh, like I said, I'm uh, acquaintance with him. So uh, if I <laughs> say, you know, I'm not. No, no, I'm just saying, does she know? The question is, do, do she know? Yeah. I, 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 no. Okay, well, that's not the same thing. What we're saying, <laughs> she has no clue. But to Mike's point, I, mean, I say that it's like I don't know. Uh, hey, I slept with her, and I slept with her, and I slept with her. You know what I mean? If it came up, I'll be like, I wouldn't have a problem with saying, 
Yeah, right. oh, it's the girl I, date, I used to date with. Right, right. Um, like, I, I'll tell stories. Oh, yeah, I used to date this girl, and we did this, this, and this. Right. You know what I mean? That would be that girl that we did this and this with. You know what I mean? Right. I have no problem with saying that. There's nothing to hide because that was back in the day. Yeah, you know I think mean? a couple of things is, is what was your former relationship? How long ago was your former relationship, right? So I want to see, like, if you were dating this guy for five years and you and we start talking and, like, two, uh, three months ago, y'all broke up, you know, that might be a bit much, right? Huh. Um, but if you was like, you know, I meet you in year 32 and you just mess with dude when you were 16 or 18 or something, you know what I'm saying? So context definitely is one of those things. And then it also is how involved are you now, right? Huh. So I'm not cool if y'all was dating right in a serious relationship and y'all hang all the time now then you might maybe you might want to rekindle that because i don't know but if you like yeah i mean when i was like 19 you know what i'm saying and you're how old now then all right i get that and i we barely see each other now and and dude it was like hey how's it going whatever and he might not even know i know right but he's being respectful then all right cool i get you know it is what it is because we don't see dude all the time anyway so cool but I'm going to be mature about it. You know, I think it's also what you have, right? And what are you willing to lose what you have over what for, right? Okay. So it's like, I'm not going to lose a marriage because the guy she messed with when she was 19 um, came over one day and kind of looked at her a certain way. He might not even know. I know she told me the story, but he's still a guy. I can't expect him to not be a guy. He might not think I was looking. He was like, damn. Now I might be like, uh, you know, everybody leave. All right, y'all, whatever. Like, listen, that mother... He ain't coming over here no more. What are you talking about? Jack is cool. No, you think Jack is cool, but if Josh pull up that thing again, Jack once upon a time, and he j- now he showed himself that he can't be mature. And any a guy's a guy, you know. We might still take that little look, you know. But so that is context, you know what I'm saying? So, so you're not going to lose a marriage over the guy your wife once slept with, right? Yeah. But and, and let's take it before marriage or whatever. Let's right, say if right, you're right. in the beginning of the relationship. Uh, within the first year, and your guy, and your wife found out, and, and your wife was cool, right? But let's say she wasn't cool; that she were friends with the girl that she used to mess with. Right. Would you cut the friendship off to keep the girlfriend if she like yeah, gave so, him off made him, I guess. In that yeah, I think I think in my context is that the friendship isn't that deep to the point where we're hanging out all the time. So therefore, I could ex the the relationship. Um, it takes somebody to have to be understanding, like my wife was understanding, because uh. My wife and I was friends, so she kind of knew what I was doing with the person when we was just friends. Anyway, so she already knew the story. Mm. So you already knew what I did with with, with who, you know? Mm. And you already know we was after that, we was just cool, right? Because it just never worked out. So, but um, to be fair, that would be, I would have to say, you know what? If I rather my relationship now, let's say we wasn't even married, but we was like, yo, this is, I, she might be the one. Why would I choose the girl that I'm just cool with, you know, over her. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you got to make those judgment calls. Yes, it's hard. Yes, it'll be ugly. Some people might be watching like, but that was your friend. But at some point, I got to live my life and have, you know, everybody wants to find somebody at some point, right? So if I think this might be my somebody, then I'm willing to risk stuff. Like uh, Mike and I on our show, we said, if you met the person, um, a book of question question, it was if you met the person that you was madly in love with, would you move to a different country with very little chance of seeing your friends and family again? We both said yes, right? So it's one of those things. If you felt she was the one, then you know what? If she, my kind of friend makes her uncomfortable, then I guess I could ex my kind of friend. But if she's my my friend 
and we really solid, then that's kind of hard. I would have to say, listen, she is really solid. And you, if you can't say you have good reasons why we shouldn't be friends, then cool. But if you don't see my friend slap my butt while we was to the corner, but I'm talking about we just friends, and I'm like, she always messing around like that, then yeah, then maybe I can X her for you, you know? It's context. Josh, I assume if the new girl wanted you to cut the friendship from the previous fling, and you were just friends, that would be a red flag for you. Uh, definitely. But I try to, you know, avoid these red flags like the plague. And I like to disclose everything. Right. So similar to how Tony and E were alluding to, like, I'm always going to give a disclaimer like, oh, once right. upon a time, you know, just for context, this girl literally threw herself at me at a party and was super drunk, yada, yada, yada. Because, again, I would say women in general have such better social awareness to men so i would love for her especially if she's my significant other to have that context when interacting with a person she's never met oh yeah like back in the day i used to smash that I used to smash that just just in case you get any looks that's that's why that's that just just so you're aware I, like again it all has to go with being upfront and full transparency because i feel like that makes a relationship stronger but if the transparency still leads to her, hold on, Tony, still mm-hmm. leads to her saying, well, you know what? I don't want you hanging around her being friends with her. Because? Because I don't like the fact that you guys used to, used to mess around. Simple as that. And so what? I'm with you now. Yeah, that's your answer. But I'm saying if she wants you to cut her off, I'm saying. Yeah, and that's that's my answer. So what are you going to say? What is she going to say to that? Either me or her, basically. Yeah, like but she was already around before you. So I don't understand. and again and and conversely i'm not going to do the same thing with her right 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 right, and i think the cool thing is where we got to give josh some credit so josh said this is how he would deal with the only fan scenario right if it's up front so the cool thing is to get him out of jail in this situation is when they was talking and they got to know each other and probably the first time his fling from how many years came around and she probably said hey what's up joshy boo and gave him a hug and then this, this new girl was probably like yo what's up with that like oh not to be honest with you that's uh whatever her name is and to be honest with you it looks crazy but a long time ago but ain't right. really nothing right now a josh gave her the choice and option to say well listen if y'all that cool then i'm done and josh could say we really ain't that cool but i see her every now and then at parties like this right then they good. But if Josh don't say nothing, it'd be like, nah, I ain't never nothing with her. And then they come out. Then, you know what I'm saying? So he's covering himself by being transparent in the beginning, you know? And so if she want to walk in the beginning, then that, then she was there first. And if you're that small minded now, then chances are something else going to come up. And we probably should have X'd it in the beginning. So, oh, yeah, good point. I feel like the likelihood in that situation, and it's good he's that transparent is that unfortunately she'll likely accept it at first because she only sees that, okay, it's just this girl here. If she sees that Josh or whoever right. and the girl have a good, really good relationship over time, then I might make her more insecure. Right? Oh, yeah, so I like, agree with that. Jealousy yeah. and all that. Right? Yeah, so I think that's uh, – but she won't say it right away. But anyway, switching right on up, Josh, to the one I said before, uh, but I'll bring it back up again. Uh, when a man earns money versus when a woman earns money. And that's the that's the. Uh, and I'm gonna take a bathroom a break, folks. It says, "When a man." Did he say I'm gonna take a break? I gotta read it. All right. He says, "When a man earns money, he dreams of giving his wife the best. When a woman earns money, she feels she does not need a man." 
this actually came from Josh, probably as you already would assume. <laughs> but <laughs> when you see it, just wake you up, E. What, what do you think here? Uh, that's not my relationship at all. Like, my wife is very um, family-oriented. Um, I mean, we we both work, so uh, I, I don't believe that okay. in my household. Right. Um, uh-huh. Tony? I think, um, not to be funny, but I think sometimes these memes, um, I watch the show and I'm a fan, right? But yeah, sometimes yeah. I look at these memes, I'm like, dude, this is geared for like 20-year-olds or something, right? Because uh, like he just yeah. he just said his wife, right? So obviously, um, and I am married, right? And I get the show is uh, geared to a lot of different ages and demographics, but mm-hmm. if it takes a level of maturity, right? So first of all, like what women are you, are we even talking about? Like what women are you, like, I, I'm listen, it's a select uh, women that thinks like this and that are... Uh, gold diggers, right? And that, oh, when they get money, that they're about they sell. But I feel like generally the person with good morals or the, the average person, right, it is not going to be like that. Um, Like I always bring this. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I think, and I mean, the words are a little crazy here or whatever right. but on, on the um on the contrast between a man and a woman. Right. But I think the second part of it is speaking to the um the independent nature of the today's woman, right? right. So it's saying like when she earns money, she feels like though I don't need a man anymore and stuff like that. So, but why guess- would they put those things together? You know what I mean? Like, right. so if you're talking about the man is in, and he's talking about is he's giving his best to his wife. Right, he earns money, gives his best to his wife, and then on the other hand, you talk about an independent woman that doesn't make that those don't coincide. That's a really um, good well. Point. So it looks like to me, he's saying that when and this I, I didn't make it, so let's make sure trying to decipher it or whatever. But it looks like to me, it's trying to say when he earns money, he dreams of sharing it and putting it together with the, another person, and she starts to feel like I don't need you. And whatnot. So I guess it's trying to stick that. But but back to Tony's point, it's a select group of people who might feel this way. So, right. And I, I feel like the meme is a little. Um, Eric made a really good point. In one hand, for the guy, right, he's trying to make the guy look really good because they put the word wife. He would do for his wife. And the second yeah. part, it's almost like it's a single girl. Well, duh. I mean, it comes with context. But I feel like I don't. Not every woman is going to be like that, and I all, and I feel like yeah, it's a it's a select few that of the girls who act like this. They you probably already knew this anyway, and they probably should be single. But the good, like for instance, I, I mentioned my story because my life is a story, right? My ex wife had a lot of money, right? So um, she was like she didn't go off and was about herself. She you know she paid her half, and she you know and I paid my half. She wasn't like oh man, but there's I where. There's what sorry again. There's there's what a meme makes sense though, right? Right. Because you said she made money and she didn't um, go about herself, but she also paid her half. She right. paid her half. Right. This is more saying that the guy dreams of I'm gonna give my wife. Like I'm not right. gonna make her pay half. I'm gonna make sure I take care of her. Where a woman don't look at it the same way. That's how I kind of decipher the meme. Right, right. Like you were saying, this is like all right, neither one of them could be married. This is just saying the guy. If he let's say he's like man, if I ever won the lottery. Oh man, the wife that I would have, I'm gonna give her everything. That's my dream. Right. And the girl is like, man, if I won the lottery, I'm going the girls' trip, whatever. Yeah, I guess it's kind of contradicting right. those styles. Um, right. 
And I, I believe in, in that regard, I believe it to be true, actually, stuff like that. Um, I mean, not for everybody. Not every man going right. to think that way either. It's going to be a lot of missing. I want to take a guy's trip and have fun. But I think generally speaking, and, and, and it's how we all were raised, like coming from different lights. Like a girl doesn't say, I make, let's say, double of my man. So, right. I, make sure he, so I make sure he's taken care of. And whatnot. You even said she made more than you. She didn't say, "All right, I'll pay sixty percent. You pay forty. She said, right. you, "We still pay half." Right. <laughs> whatnot. Where if it was opposite, uh, uh, I don't know about you. I don't know, about, you know how you live your finances, but another guy right. might say, "All right, I make more, so I'll pay a little more." Well, you, right. well, you likely never hear a woman say that like that. Right. So I guess that's where that's coming from. Am I right, Josh? You heard what I just said? So. Yeah, that that's about right. I would also say that the modern woman is probably more. Uh, inclined to go Dutch, or if uh, there's a pay, you know, uh, a pay gap between in terms of the woman earning more, I would say that she she could pay either half and or more. But I feel like long term, she's probably not going to respect the guy as much. Usually, in the case, right now, can I just do this? I, I don't mean to do this, but um, are we talking about the black women? Like, can we throw this? Oh, no, I'm talking about, out? again. No, no, because uh, no, no, no that, that, to... that's a fair question. But Josh in general doesn't just talk like of one race of women, especially with the experience that Josh has had. So you already know that with me. Now, I, no, I can't I... speak for Miguel. Yeah. I, I'm talking I just... about women in general, too, actually. Not, yeah, because I just one. I just feel like um, I don't know if we're talking about like the. OK, we could. It don't have to just be black girl. But are we talking about like the hood girls? Because I just feel like. <laughs> I don't I feel like the girl who just, you know, the girl who just dreams I'm going to do me like just that. It just read it. Right. Oh, I'm going to get my money and be about me. I feel like we're oh, like like Meg and Cardi B like that. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like Cardi B definitely don't make up the the the, uh, the majority of women. Right. Let's just be clear. Thankfully, so it's like, you know, so it's like, eh, I guess there are some women out there like that. But all of them aren't like that, you know. So it's 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 a rough, you know. So Josh, based off your statement, you said that she um, may pay half or more, but likely not. But if she did, she might lose respect for him. Should she lose respect for him if it's her? Let's say even going like all the way to her husband, because let's say she has a job where it just happens to pay more than her husband. Right. There's certainly exceptions to the rule. One of which are the Obamas. Right. But right. I'm we're again we're talking about in general, right? Right. In yeah. general, most likely right. that will happen long term. No, no, my my question was should she lose respect for him? Oh, I mean, it, but it's really not up for us to say should or shouldn't she. That's just is okay. what it is. You know, you know what I mean? It's like uh, should she be allowed to wear X, Y, and Z? Again, it's not it's not really up to me. She's going to feel how she feels regardless. So, yeah, but he's just asking should like in your opinion, do you think she should? You know what I'm saying? Because I'm curious. Like, oh, okay. In terms of the natural order of things, it would make sense. Yes. That she loses respect for him? Yes. <laughs> well, okay. I mean, he's saying, like, if, you know, girls or, you know, little girls have been told, like, you know, make sure you, you know, you meet a, you, you marry a guy who could take care of you. I mean, we definitely all know that statement. I, I mean, so again, saying, yeah. And, the, yeah, absolutely, yeah, I, Tony. I and again, being the, the, uh, one of the gentlemen who's been single for a while here, uh, we ha- we live in a, a an entitled spoiled princess culture in the dating aspect now, so that's even more expected. That's demanded. 
And in fact, I'll bring up the other meme that we had before. We're saying that a lot of women believe that a man's only purpose in life is to actually fund their lifestyle. And if you can't afford to do that, don't even talk to her. Uh, yeah, I guess my who's who's dating these girls, man. <laughs> I, uh, the the I men who can I, take I, care of them, the celebrities, the athletes, the people with disposable income. So, do you think she should lose respect for him, Tony? In that situation? No, well, especially not in 2020. So I get what Josh was saying, but Josh is kind of like, that's a little outdated. But you also <laughs> lived it, right? So you said you, your ex-wife made more than you. Mm-hmm. So, do you think she lost respect for you at any point? In no, time? not at all. That? No. No. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So my question to Josh is that then if the guy is going to definitely get his respect taken away or emasculated, right? Because she makes more than him, should he steer away from the girl he knows make makes more? Because according to you, she's gonna lose respect no matter what. But it also depends on how he carries himself as well. Yeah. 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 Because if I'm you that if you that dude Right. I was just thinking like the, the what you guys are saying. And um when my, when I first I don't know if we got married, when I first met my wife, she was making more money than I did. And that pushed me to make more to do harder and you know, get different jobs and, and make more money. So I, I I would think that if a woman is making more than a man, that man being what we're talking about, um don't want to lose the respect that he's he's supposed to have from his woman. He's just push harder. You know what I mean? And I uh, would think a good woman would, would try to help him to go higher in life and make more money, if that makes more sense. Right. You know I, mean? I agree with that completely. And I think it goes back to Tony's question about uh, what type of women we're talking about here, right? Because so, some women in certain communities aren't going to do that. Mm. Right. You got to date, date outside of that community, <laughs> but also think it depends on how your household is set up also as well. Sure. Uh, some households look at it like we make a hundred thousand dollars. Right. I make 60, you make 40, we make a hundred. So we do these things together. So whoever makes the most or doesn't most, it really doesn't, really doesn't matter. So it depends on how your household is, is set up in that particular. A way. thousand percent because this, as he was alluding to, like if you're a guy and as Tony was alluding to, if you're a guy who you represent yourself a certain way, and even though she does make more, if you're still going to be the man of the household and allocating resources to make uh, responsible decisions, because some women, even though they may make more, they will, some women will confess, like sometimes they're a little frivolous with their money and they do need that assistance as well. And again, not saying all women, but in terms of that leadership, that stewardship, that masculinity, this is what I'm talking about in terms of the, the natural balance. I agree. 100% correct. I agree. I don't know about you, Tony, but when I, I was with a woman who made more than me, like I control all the money, right? And and mm-hmm. I and I paid the bills from it. And she her she she slept well, knowing that because she can be frivolous, as Josh was right. saying, and she likes to shop and buy clothes, right? That I was going to make sure that the bills were paid in on time, and that's something mm-hmm. she had to worry about from our you know joint account or whatever. Yeah. Like that. So, my my thing was yeah. my thing was a little bit different. My thing was she was good with her money, but my thing is I'm um, I don't like a handout. Like I don't like like um, like when she made more than me, but I didn't like I don't like to be the person who's uh, you're always doing everything for me. I feel like I came into this with my own. You just happen to have more than me financially. So I'm still going to be the man. I'm still going to be the head of household. I still kind of 
not to be mean, but had the final say or made the final decision is kind of the way it was. Um, but at the same time, I never wanted to take more than what was mine. Now, if you just want to do nice things, like she didn't have kids, but I did. And there was times where she was like, listen, um, let's just go to this trip or whatever with the kids and I'll, I'll pay most of it. You know what I'm saying? Well, you are my wife. If you want to do that, that's fine. However, I could pay my own way, but maybe if me having to pay for my three kids, we might not can do it this weekend, but if you want to, then cool. You're my wife anyway. It's all good. So did you got, cause I had a bathroom break. Did you guys talk about the whole independent woman aspect of this, which is what this meme is alluding to essentially the, the, the modern feminist aspect of if uh, essentially that a woman does not need a man, I I'm of the perspective in terms of maturity that no one needs another. Right. But yes. the whole feminist uh, agenda is like you do not need a man for anything right. in terms of not even a companionship. Yeah, I mean, that enough for nothing that um that whole era uh, that's still here now is a thing. You know, it definitely is a thing. And not for nothing, man. It be I always say like I don't know what it'd be like if I was single because we got the independent women, we got the dating sites. Like this is all like stuff that I kind of really like. I've been I've been in a relationship for a while, right? You got the girls like Cardi B and Meg. (laughs) Yeah, you know. But I feel like at the end of the day, that wouldn't bother me because I don't. I wouldn't listen. I'm I'm just trying to smash those type of girls. I wouldn't even look at them like like their personality wouldn't. uh, allow me to even like them like mike's yeah. scenario with his friend you know yeah. so it wouldn't allow me to smash to be honest with you i couldn't spend too much nah. <laughs> <But> that's, <laughs> not, <laughs> that's not there. So, I'm, listen personalities turn me off you're not gonna make it in my house if, if i don't like the personality. no that's so. true it i mean yeah that listen that is true but i feel like there's a time and a place and it depends i hear you you know probably different you know um and just to to end it off here, uh, speaking of the feminist, Josh, good segue there. Uh, the selfish feminist posts, and it's interesting about two women raising a kid. So um, I'll let Josh bring it up here. Josh, want to read that one? So Miss Bria M. Johnson says, seeing women who are that divesting away from men is amazing to me. Choosing to co-parent with other women, choosing to not have kids, prioritizing community and platonic relationships with other women. There's so many ways to live. You don't have to have a nuclear family. Okay. Uh, so, I, well, no, I, I'm going to ask what the gentlemen who have had nuclear families and who have current nuclear families feel about mm-hmm. this sentiment. Please, see if you play. Eric, you want to jump on this one first? <laughs> oh, Eric, you got it right here, Eric. Uh, wh- what are we saying? It's a nuclear family. No, he's saying the men. men I'll I, I jump in there first. Then. Yeah, go ahead. Right. First. Um, so, yeah. So, medicus or not. Yeah, he's saying that pretty much a man and a woman. Um, you know, a man and a woman raising um, children versus two women raising children. Now, um, I the old job I used to work at for a long time, this one girl, she was the girl that got me into Game of Thrones. She was really cool, right? And she had a wife. And she was my favorite person there, right? So then down the road, she was like, yeah, we're having a baby. I was like, and, you know, I didn't say anything, but I was thinking like, oh, wow, that's crazy. And she did end up having a baby and I don't work there anymore, but I seen on Facebook recently. Now the other wife, but well, not the other wife, but the, well, yeah, I guess the other wife. The other <laughs> wife 
had a baby. So now they both got two two boys, which is crazy, right? So they both got two boys, and they both had one, their own baby. So definitely, it's not the nuclear the nucleus family. Um, man, tw- this twenty twenty is so crazy, and the future is the where we're going is so different from when I grew up. So. I'm not going to say it can't work, but I would be curious to know what those two boys are going to be like, you know, and I can't, I don't have a crystal ball, so I can't say what they're going to be like, but I would be curious because yeah, some people might say, well, what about the moms who was a single mom and raised boys without a father? But you definitely knew that you had a dad out there and whether he was a dirtbag or scumbag or whatever, or he passed away, you knew that you had a father. I don't wonder what these two boys are going to feel like knowing they didn't have a male role model that even left their life at one point in time. They just never had it, even though they could have uncles or something. But what are they going to be like to, to think like, wow, we really didn't have a dad? I don't – that's hard to say. It's kind of like when Josh – it was hard for him to kind of answer that question. So it's hard for me to say. But I almost think they might have some type of social issues. I, I don't know. And for those, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, right before you go, just uh, clean up uh, Tony a little bit. For those who don't know Tony's vernacular, when he says crazy, he really means interesting, not actually crazy. So yeah, he, yeah, inter- yeah, thank you, Josh. Thank you, thank you. Eric, uh, no, um, you got it? Yeah, uh, I mean, I might be different than everybody else, but I, I had to get the definition of nuclear family. I, I thought they were saying, like, nuclear, like, explosive nuclear like it's real bad type of family that's a regular standard family so i had to look pick that up real quick um but um honestly i don't think you do have to have a as far as as a a a, uh we're going straight to lesbian fam uh couple raising a child um i mean if there's love there if it's just love there you know if you i think anybody can uh, um I don't think those two people have to be a man and a woman in order to raise a child and that child not miss anything. Uh, that's like saying, well, uh, a single mom can't raise a child and, ha- and show them all the love and be the mom and the father. You know what I mean? That Because a single person is going to be, uh, isn't going to be a nuclear family any, any either. So um, I think to be personally honest, I think that child might have, uh, different social uh, things growing up because of that. Um, but I don't think that they're going to miss love or miss um, what were we talking about earlier? Uh, um, um, what was the word you, you used earlier, Tony? Uh, we're talking about uh, raising kids. Um, I can't remember what it was. But, um, yeah, I forgot to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, 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 so that's where I'm at. Morals is what he used. Morals, there. yes. Oh, morals. Yes, Thank I don't think that morals are going to be even worse than having a a man and woman raise them than two women or or two or two two men or whatever the case is. Um, yeah, Josh. All right. Well, I'll, I'll jump in here and do a, a cannonball. So, for lack of better <laughs> words, I agree with our barber Miguel, uh, Jazz, and Pucho, right, saying that you're going to at a certain age. Preferably around puberty, you're going to need that same sex raising that children to be the grown version of that sex. So from girls to be women 
and from boys to be men. You're going to need that type of role model. And the whole concept of these, this uh, selfish, excuse me, selfish feminist post is to divest from men completely, meaning that they believe that in Tony's situation, uh, a lesbian couple with a boy or boys will not need men in their life at all, and they'll be raised with that perspective in life based on based upon their own perspectives, similar to how parents raise their children to assimilate to similar political parties and stances as well. So this is a political statement with their actions. Yeah, if they're saying that they don't need uh, any type of male role model at all, then I think that that is wrong. Um, or not only say wrong, call somebody wrong. But I, I don't think that's right um, either. You know, they're going to need some type of like, a, a, it's an old cliche, but, you know, uh, a man, uh, a boy does need a man to show him, you know, what how to be a man, to do. right? How to be a man. That is true. Right. I mean, if it's a grandfather or uncle or something like that. But if you're saying, you know, a woman's going to show a, a, a boy how to be a man, it's it's impossible. You know what I mean? It's is you can they could try to teach him, like, oh, you should do this. You know, have to open doors for women and this and this. But you know, it's just how to hold yourself as a man. If something happens in life, you a mom isn't going to be able to say you need to, this is the, you know, I, I can't go to my mom and get, um, uh, uh, ask her how uh, this happened between me and my wife. What should I do? Or this is what, you know, how uh, I'm trying to figure this out. How do I, I got to go to my dad or my uncle or something like that to find that out. You know what I mean? A woman's not going to be able to answer those questions. Well, you know what though, to be fair, um, I don't know the date you guys might, but the world changed, right? And the world changed when uh, same-sex marriage became legal in every state, right? So if we just follow the trend, and if you did have two girls, uh, two women, um, get married and have two children, right? And they're both boys, then theoretically, I guess they don't really need. So I feel like you only really need you know, the man raising the man if the man was going to be a man, right? So if that little boy is going to grow up to be a man and do all man things, right? It makes sense that you have that leadership, male leadership. But if the world is just a free world and you can do whatever you want, then I mean, the little, the dude might, the, the two boys might grow up and not be as manly. And you'd be like, I mean, that's because he didn't have a man. But like, I mean, it ain't like he's going to die. He's still going to be able to be socially accepted in his world because his world is different than when we all grew up as little kids. So, Technically, this this thing could be right because this world is not our world. It's not what we remember when, especially not me being forty four years old. The stuff I see that ain't happened when I was young. But can I say that is wrong? That's not for me to say. Um. So technically, I mean, I guess you can have two little boys being raised by two girls. But will they grow up to be like certain little boys? I don't know. Uh, you know? And before you jump in there, Miguel. Also, their perspective is that. Uh, young girls should not be raised by men either so it's, it's not it's not both ways it's just that everyone should be raised by women what you got to say me go um so tony makes you all make great points obviously um one of tony's things he's right right and i was thinking about this i think um i'm not sure the exact year either but you are right, because if you think about the show Modern Family, right? When yeah. that's, and that was like 10 years ago. So it happened a few years before that, same-sex marriages, right? So 
interestingly, we're coming to a time where those kids who were spawns of that are now becoming teenagers. So some will be able to see um, what being raised in that way, what the outcomes are. Right. Right. As they become adults. So that's going to be very, very interesting. Um, But um, to your point um, about to your your statement, Tony, I think no, he's not going to die, obviously. But I think what you alluded to is that he may form certain habits or 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 act certain ways because he was raised by two women. And I think the issue with that is that was he kind of robbed some of his masculinity because he was raised by two women, uh, primarily if they didn't allow any man to be a part of his life, you know, whatsoever and whatnot. It's kind of like who who knew how he would have turned out if he was raised by the quote unquote, right, uh, a nuclear family. So I think that's where, like, I I feel like Eric, what he said, um, or, or Josh about jazz, you know, the same sex, should be invested at some point, preferably around puberty, to help them know what it's like to become a adult version of that. Um, and I just feel like that, you know, um, just, uh, you know, if you want to be two women and have a kid, it's fine. But I was always taught that it takes a village to raise a family. So right. why can't men come in and help the kid learn how to, you know, Whatever I don't want to say anything because women can do things too, but learn how to do something that, that maybe these women can't do, right? right? So I just feel like that is what bothers me if, if they just want to keep it like one sided or whatnot. So, absolutely, and I would say the feminist doctrine in general vilifies men's masculinity, masculinity socially. So, what do you think is going to happen in that hyper environment of femininity? especially when his manhood is trying to express itself naturally, it'll do that anyway. So he's going to growing up, he's going to grow up thinking that everything about himself that is natural is wrong and incorrect. When we see that the feminist agenda is saying the opposite about women is okay. So already there, that equality isn't there even in the household. So he's going to grow up with a different psychological issues in my perspective. And just to go more on that, I feel like he's going to grow up incredibly feminized. So he's going to, instead of being logical and rational, he's going to be more emotional. And that's not really our strong suit as men. We're more prone to facts and logic. And that's not how he's, that's not the type of environment that they're going to be around. Yeah, but not for nothing. I mean, if there was ever going to be a time, let's say this was an experiment, right? And you say, hey, we're going to experiment on what happened if two women was to raise two little boys, right? Um, to be fair, if there was ever a time for the you and oh, what generation will we do that experiment? Twenty twenty, you know. Th- I mean, this is the best time for this type of things to ever happen because the world is in such a different. That's so acceptable. Like Mike said, um, Modern Family. Yeah, I mean that. You know, look at the show. Like you watch the show, none of that. Everything, everybody just the happy Modern Family. Like nothing. You got the two gay guys. You got you know. So I feel like they're pushing. The, I don't want to say the agenda, but they're pushing the show, and you're watching, you're like, dude, everybody looks cool. They got the two gay guys raising the little Asian girl. I mean, and everybody looked like they're good. So um, who knows? Because I think what happens is when you pick up on issues that people have, right, is when they're around certain people that make those issues be displayed, right? So if you got, but in this world, right, let's say these boys in five years, right, um, or, or let's say even 10 years, 
I feel like they're going to have so they let, let's say you go to school and we know how trends and fads go, right? So you got the kids that's with the emo kids. They all wearing, you know, the dark stuff, whatever. Then you got the kids that's this kids. It's it's literally in school there's like gay groups. There's everybody has their own section, right? So these little boys growing up in my day and age, it have been rough. But now they might just cling to their own little group that make them feel comfortable. And they they might not realize that they're missing that um, masculinity because they found a group that makes them feel comfortable and within they self. You know, I think crazy. the biggest point is that, um, like I said, I think, like I said, from when it started or being uh, legalized, I think we're about to see over the next 10 years right. the outcome of that. And everything is about facts and figures, right? So if we see the guy, the 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 little boys who were adopted or had whatever, you know, two right. women as their mothers, if you start seeing the larger percentage of them actually wind up gay adults, then the facts would prove that that likely was a part of the reason why they became gay adults. Right? Yeah, but you know the thing is though, and and and. Because you clearly could get married to the same sex, so is that a problem? So, okay, my my follow up question to everyone with with this perspective, Tony Stark Jr., we could start with you as right. believer in a creator. What are your thoughts in terms of that? In terms of making it okay, because you're essentially saying it's all right. We can give our tacit consent. Let's just you know this right. you know let it let it commence. Yeah. Um. So I um, I was uh, at one point in time I was really into church, so I feel like uh. It's, it's okay to throw it out there, but it's cool if you actually have some knowledge. So, like, um, you know, the Bible also says obey the laws of the land. So that means if the United States made it same-sex marriage, then uh, that's between God. And because at the end of the day, we are obeying the laws of the land, right? So we could throw out there revelations and what's going to happen if a guy is with a guy and a girl is with a girl. But the Bible still says obey the laws of the land. So that's between you and God. So at the end of the day, I don't know if God's going to give you a lesser judgment, right? Because he, it does say obey the laws of the land. So I don't know. What I will say is for me, um, I know what I like, right? But I can't say, this is my thing, right? Um, let's say my daughter says she want to like girls, right? And she's 14. You ain't even liking boys. You're going to like your schoolwork. Now, when you're 18, <laughs> you can do that on your own time. That's just me, right? Not on my time. Because you're going to be about schoolwork. And y'all don't even want you liking boys because that's going to distract you from schoolwork. But when you turn 18, so I'm like that with adults. If you want to be gay, um, men, women, whatever, that's on you, man. Listen, I I give people 100% fairness when you become the government calls you an adult. They choose the, the, the age of 18. When you're 18... Then do you, because I feel like it's only fair. I don't want to put that on you. But what I don't like is when you see adults allow their children, meaning before the age of 18, to decide they want to be a good boy and turn to a girl and all that stuff. That's not fair, because what if the kids change their mind in two years and now they're alienated by all their friends? That's not right. But when you're an adult, listen, I don't I feel like, yeah, in the Bible, God doesn't want you to do that. But I don't know if. I mean, obviously, God knows he's omnipotent, so he knows everything. So for that reason, he put in the Bible, obey the laws of the land, and that is obeying the laws of the land. So it's kind of like a loophole to a point. But And that's why I say that's between you and God on Judgment Day. So if that's, if I'm clear. Clear. Uh, Eric? Um, for me, it's a, uh, it's a sticky uh, subject. 
Mm. Um, but um, yeah, it is. Yeah. To 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 be perfectly, I mean, to be perfectly honest, it is what it is. Uh, I I don't. The, the question was if they choose to be right. Well, I don't, he was I don't, asking you. Um, based on like, do you think it's okay? I guess what you was coming down to, right, Josh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Based off of what in the Bible and stuff like that, or your background, uh, or your background. Whether you right, know, we right. don't know, I don't know. Mike might know your background. We don't, so you can right. explain that. Um, <laughs> well, it's not my background, but anyway, I I, I don't think I, I, to me. I mean, like, your choice is your choice. I don't, it, it is not, I don't see it as a choice because it's not a choice. If you, you like is who you like. Now, if we're talking about the kids, I agree with you, Tony. Like, you know, you don't even know who you are yet. So how can you make that decision? Right. Um, um, you might have a feeling or whatever, but that's not even where you, you need, like you say, you need to be working on your schoolwork. You know what I mean? Watch Little Sister. Do, 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 do your chores. Do that. Yeah. Stuff. Don't worry about other stuff. Um, but um, as an adult, I, I, I definitely don't think if you're a kid who's, being brought up by two women is going that's going to make you gay or or, or straight you know what i mean yeah. that's not who your parents are doesn't correlate with your sexuality at all but that doesn't make sense to me um your sexuality is your sexuality so who you like is who you like um it, it, that's like saying that if that was the case in every there wouldn't be any gay people because all all the the parents are straight. You know what I mean? Like that doesn't make sense, right? So so um, that, that's no. what we were talking about. We were talking about uh, two women bringing up a boy, and right. then he would would he be would it be okay if he wound up being gay or something, whatever the case was? Uh, yeah, boy, girl, whatever. But um, I feel like that. Um, to talk, because Tony said earlier, you know, if he was gay and right, which is right. what you said, but right. then you also both said that if you had a a child who was said they were gay, then it's like, well, no, you don't know yet and whatnot, and 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 that's not you know your choice yet. So my thing is, I feel like to your question or, or statement, Eric, that if the same sex couple, whether it's two men or two women, raising a kid. I feel like it does kind of lead to what kind of adults they become, right? So if they're seeing, it doesn't make them gay, right, automatically, but if they're seeing the same sexes kissing, hugging, being together, sometimes that's what they they, they, they imitate that. That's what they have in their head. The same way you can see people who, uh, men who become abusive because they've seen their dad abuse their mom, right? So a lot of times what you see when you grow up forms you as you know, an adult. Now, not in every situation, but you do see that. And I feel like these kids, these little boys or girls or whatever, I feel like, and and, and, and not only, not just having a two-mom household, but having a two-mom household in that particular situation where she won't allow any men, whether it's a big brother or a teacher or a mentor or a coach, to say, you know what, let me just spend some time with them. If they're like, no, it's going to be raised feminine only, I feel like that's not fair. That's that's my feeling. Yeah, that's definitely not fair, but I don't yeah. think it's going to make them be. I mean, it might to be. It might make them be a little bit more feminine, if we want to say that. But yeah. it's not going to make them be straight up. I like that doesn't even make sense to me. Like, how can you say 
if that was the case, you see, well, I guess if we're talking about, if we're talking about the same sex raising the same sex, then maybe that might mess up a mind a little bit. But to for the same sex to raise the different sex, like a two women raising a boy, might make that kid a little bit more feminine, maybe. But it's not going to make him like men, or or the opposite way with two girls, two men raising a girl. That well. She probably still gonna wind up being feminine, but uh, <laughs> uh, uh, it's not gonna make her like girls. You know what I mean? Like it's no, not. I, I get your point on that. Yeah. I guess I'm just saying, even the more feminine part is if they're taking away all the men from their life, it's not a choice that the kid was able to make themselves. Right. I think, Mike. I think what the I think what the words you may be looking for is what it's gonna do is give the kids more options, right? So when you right. grow up in a heterosexual household. You pretty much see, you grow up and see that's one way, right? But if right. you grow up, you're you're already gonna go outside and see that you're gonna see that relationships. But in house, you're gonna see the other relationship that you probably aren't privy to see often. So what that's gonna do is give you more options, meaning you're gonna grow up and say, I could do A or I could do B. Typically you grow up saying I could do A. Right. And that's right. pretty much it. And then you get explore or whatever and you do whatever. Or some people say you grew up like that, whatever. It's different. But, yeah, I think what that just means is it's going to literally let the kids from birth have more options. Oh, now yeah. I realize you can choose A or B, you know, but to Eric's point doesn't mean you're going to only choose B. But my point is B is on the table from birth. Now, you know, you can do B if you want. So technically, in our scenario, you're going to be doing your schoolwork. In their thing, it could be like, okay, well, at the age of sixteen, you can date. Well, now I got two. I got options A and B. Yeah, I guess that's what that's all I'm saying. Like, I feel like I just want kids to have more options, and I don't care what it is. I know a girl right now. The little boy got dreads. He's seven because she refuses to cut his hair because she like he has dreads. I I I hate stuff like that. I don't want the kids to be forced to do things or whatnot because she likes how the dreads look on him. Now she's his mom. She can do what he wants to do, but it's just like you know. Uh, you're not getting a haircut. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I just like stuff yeah. like that bothers me. So. And just, just for people who are watching, I just want to, you know, because sometimes people watch stuff and think certain things, not that we should really care, but sometimes you do want to have a certain image. Listen, I just want to let you guys know, I'm for everybody. My best friend who passed away in 2015 or whenever, a couple years ago, uh, he was gay. And at one point in time, we used to live together. Um, when he passed away, I planned his funeral. So I love everybody. You know what I'm saying? I make that clear. Um, you know, just so I don't want people to be like, oh, so are you saying that we shouldn't, whatever? Like, I'm saying you do what you want. I'm saying I'm for everybody. I don't care, you know, who you like, who you don't like. I care about who you are as a person. So I'm definitely for everybody as well, <laughs> which is why I'm saying, even if you are two women, again, take the village, include everybody in the situation. Right. Don't just say no men can be, can be allowed. But yeah. you want to get... Go ahead, Eric. No, I was going to say that's the biggest. That's the biggest thing. What you're saying right there. I, yeah. I'm agreeing with you. That's all. Uh, Josh, you want to get the last word on that topic? Oh no, I, I'm good. All right. Well, did that answer that... Josh's question though? Oh yeah. Was your okay? Oh yeah. And with that being said, fellas, uh, this has been another episode of Cool for the Culture. I definitely want to thank our guests guests today uh we have uh, we had eric of course and then our guy mr tony stark jr uh, appreciate you guys coming on we did miss banks this week hopefully he'll be back next week 
and as you two know, both have an open invitation to come on anytime. And uh, with that being said, we'll see you guys uh, next week. Please like, comment, and subscribe. As well. Thank you, guys. Thank you.